Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Here we go. I'm a man, man, a man. I'm a dumb, dumb man. He's I'm a, a mighty, mighty, mighty dumb, dumb man. man. Woo! I once had to get physical with a gypsy. That's just off the wall a little bit. It's far out, man. Bottom line, we're yes and on this. Yeah, baby this, baby that. Man in the tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello and indeed yes welcome to the program episode uh, 20q 20q not unlike the great uh, artist stacy q remember stacy q two of hearts two hearts that be as what i need you i need you what 80s sitcom did Stacy Q appear on oh, an that's episode great. of? She was on uh, on the 80s sitcom. I could be 100% wrong about this. <laughs> uh, Fresh Prince. No. I consider that the 90s. I want to guess Facts of Life. Yes. Did you look it up? I did not look it up. I have a Google screen right here. What, what year did Fresh Prince premiere that you had to condescendingly <laughs> say to me? I consider that 90s. Because maybe, maybe it didn't start till the 90s. I'm willing to accept uh, that. I don't know when it started. But. And it was just a guess. I wasn't <laughs> declaring a statement that, that the, the quintessential 80s show, Fresh Prince, that you, trivia fucking asshole, has to go, no, and I consider that the 90s. You condescending The best part is if, if it turns out Stacey Q was on the Fresh Prince. <laughs> In 1988, I will kick you in the balls. He's so fucking perfect. You condescending prick. It was Garrett, 1990. What was? Uh, Fresh Prince. Well, which is why he considers it the 90s, which is fine by me. Well, I, I, you, I think I need to mail you a written invitation to suck it. No, no, you do. No, no, I'm not excited. I didn't say I was. I didn't say it was an 80s show. I took a guess. You Fresh Prince. I, no, I, I consider that the 90s. You you implicitly said it was an 80s show by guessing dickhead. that after I you said the 80s sitcom. Dickhead. <laughs> she was on two 80s Oh, sitcoms. here we go. Well, one is not Fresh Prince. I know that. <laughs> wow. Was, was Facts of Life one Facts of them? Facts of Life was one of them. Yeah. She played Cinnamon. Oh, she was over Cinnamon. The other one, I don't think you would ever in a million years guess. Give us a clue. It's come up on this show before. Well, then we should be able to guess. Alf. No. <laughs> give us a guess. Give, give us a clue. Give us Golden a clue. Girls. Step by step. Elliot's on the right track, I think. What did he Golden say? Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Oh, was it uh, the other one, the spinoff? Murder, she wrote. No, no, no. It's a Big sitcom. Mama's House. No, what's the one with... You're the- getting a lot closer. Mama's Family. Mama's Family. What? Yep. Wow. She played CG. CG, Cinnamon, Stacey Hugh. Two hearts that beat. <laughs> I think she sang uh, that song on the Facts of Life episode, which is why I thought of it. I think that was one of those As cinnamon like later episodes where you're no, telling me cinnamon sang the Stacey Q hit. My recollection of it was that she was playing a fictional character who was like, uh, I think like Tootie moved to the city to make it as an actress or something, and she ended up being roommates with a girl who was trying to be a singer, and it was played by Stacey Q, and then and that's how they wedged in her song because then you saw her like. That's could, I could be totally like this is just my very fuzzy recollection of the episode, but uh, no, you heard about Fuzzy Wuzzy, right? He was a bear. Yeah, boy, that guy had a tough life. You know why, right? Well, he had no hair. That's right. Well, it sounds to me like Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't fuzzy. 
Was he? Man. <laughs> I was doing that with Oliver the other day. We were we were having boy, we were having a good time. With sure, him. fun with words. And I let the cat out of the bag yesterday with you that I was having fun with Oliver uh, uh, doing a what would if if SCTV was still around today, right? They would. There's no doubt in my mind they would have Rick Moranis playing the role where it would be. Uh, you know how they always do commercials on there? Yeah. Coming to the Cedar Straub uh, Performance Center, it's Woody Allen in Hamilton. Uh, uh, pardon me. <laughs> Are you in birth, sir? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, of course, sir. <laughs> and I, I wish I could do a better Woody Allen. I would Not a better one. I wish I could do one at all. That wasn't bad, actually. But, uh, I, I, wouldn't that, I mean, if that came on I mean, and, and yeah. somebody's doing it, wouldn't you laugh? Your, it would be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, an orphan, of course. I laughed when you did it, so of course I would laugh. Of course, an orphan, of course. I'm an orphan. <laughs> I, I have a tangential question about impressions. May I ask it? This is a real quandary because you're the one who we have to ask if the floor is open for questions. And you're also polite. asking the I'm question. Very thrown by the politeness. <laughs> by the courtesy. He knows he's in the doghouse for being late. Well, let's talk about that, and then we'll get yeah. to your question. Here's now. What's interesting is that none of the above is the answer to our question. When we's like, which which Elliot's going to walk in? The I'm in a huff. I'm not going to answer you uh, or say I'm sorry, Elliot. Or no, no, I'm sorry. No, the, no. Answer, an- say sorry, but in a huffy way that pushes us back on our heels so that we don't like gr- put, like hold his feet to the fire. Will it, it be that guy? Will it be the guy that completely silent? What I call the theater tech uh, ghost <laughs> who just like comes in in a black turtleneck and pretends that we don't see him and he's just doing his cameras and doing his job. But we actually got a third version. We got a third version, which I think nobody would have ever had. Relatively sunny, easy, like perfect apology. Perfect apology in a pleasant mood. Pleasant and got down to business. Didn't act like he was put out by anything. Right. I mean, Garrett, were you surprised by his... uh Elliot is a man of many... <laughs> yes or no, Senator? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, Senator. I can't answer that in an open session. That makes sense. That makes sense. We'll talk about it then after we're in the, in the classified version. They're not funny. <laughs> well, hey, we're maybe, behind the paywall. This is the classified version. I was going to say, we ever do, I, I, in my head, all of a sudden, I thought we changed the name of the Players Club year after year. It would be funny to call it the, the closed sessions. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a great fucking name. Uh, yeah. Closed sessions. Closed sessions. Mm-hmm. Now, when we start doing, you know, when we... If this was a political podcast, yeah, that'd be the... No, I like it either way. I like it. I like it no matter what we're doing. But we go to five days a week, (laughs) and we have a third tier. Uh, We call that the closed sessions. In the third tier. Because it's going to be... By the way, it'll be called the closed sessions, because it'll be just... It'll be very few subscribers. Yeah. (laughs) I don't agree with that. I think people would do it five days a week. The question is... uh, You think as many people who pay for the Players Club would pay more for... Why don't we put up another poll? Well, I, but how much more would it have to be? Because I, I, I had to pay Survey Monkey for that one we just did. So I'm, here's my thing: might as well I would, I, you know, you know, as we are bad businessmen, yeah. I would never want it to be so much more money that it looks like we're uh, taking advantage. Mm-hmm. At the same time, to come in every day and treat it like a radio show and do five shows a week right. would be um, it would have to be money. It would have to be a lot of money. There would have to be money. It's a full-time and I job also, at that point. I also don't like just take the money out of it. I don't know that that would be good for the show to do that much show. Every week. I think it'd be fun. It would be fun, but I, I don't mean the quality. I mean, um, I think it's more than almost everybody wants. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I bet you it's not. I don't know. I mean, if we did an hour a day. Hour a day, five days a week is, is very not that much different from what we do. One of them, one of them has a guest. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to, we don't do a guest every day because we're, you know. Oh yeah, well that would be that would be fun. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 
Let's go, Survey Monkey. <laughs> Let's monkey this up. But what? How do we monkey, phrase that? Monkey, monkey, a funky monkey. Do you give a range of prices? I don't know the answer to that. I think we should have to decide first. Do we really want to do this? We also got to decide one other thing. What? Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> do you really want to make me cry? Yeah. I think <laughs> the answer to that is yeah. I think the results of this poll might make you cry. <laughs> I don't think it would. No, I'm kidding. I actually think people would go for it. But, I'm, but, but think, at what price point? I think in an in an actual closed session, you and I should talk about whether we really want to do that. <laughs> if the demand is there. Again, I would like to discuss You'd this like to do it in, in a closed, closed session. session. <laughs> I would like to recuse myself in this conversation. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> Just use all terms we've all learned in the past. I'm kidding. We've all known those words, but uh, what before if we just start doing the show like this, that'd be nice. I would be very, very nice. I'd be a little, that is more like an ASMR podcast. Follow up for you on the same topic. <laughs> yeah. Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Come on, it's a classic from just last week, two days ago. Wait, wasn't that on Monday's show? It was Monday with yeah. uh, with Tommy B, Tommy Burr, Jaron. Let's re- uh, let's say uh, once again for the record, how great uh, of a guy he is. Me. Are you Tommy Burr, uh, Jaron? <laughs> now listen, do you think that uh, this uh, this Burr, who is a descendant of Aaron Burr, uh, he is? I didn't know. That. Oh yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Why why aren't we all uh, you know waving pitchforks outside of his house right now? <laughs> I don't like that. I, I thought it was bad enough that he had the same name as a as a. Uh, yeah, he's a what is he? A gray? He's a, he's, a, he's some sort of a di- obviously distant relative. But is it direct line? We'll find out. I mean, it's, it di- it's distant by obviously by generation, but. Uh, Burr's father, a minister, said that Burr is a twelfth cousin of Aaron Burr. Yeah. Okay. So so no. Means so, <laughs> are you even still cousins at that point? Or are you all, just human? Yeah, I think I think I am too. I think I'm a twelfth cousin exactly. of Aaron Burr. We are all twelfth cousins of everybody. Yeah. We are all. What, 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 what I wonder how far that does go. Like how how far the cousin thing with the number of people in the world. How 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 far can it possibly go? Yeah, there, it's there's a limit. I know it goes as far as twelve. Yep, I get that. You go dozen, maybe Baker's dozen, thirteen. Elliot, you had a question. Yes, sir. What was it? About impressions. So, about impressions. So so obviously if somebody is like a rich little and they do everything spot on and that's – well, hold on. <laughs> all right. Pick, pick your Already guy. Have what's, what's, he, what's a good admiral? I'm going to have to uh, – uh, What's the guy who was on – Look, rich little hits more than he doesn't. Let's yeah. uh, let's be fair to rich and, little. And, and, yeah. and more in the era of, you know, when rich little was. You know, Mike McRae, who's uh, if he's ever in L.A., we'll have on our show because he's from Austin. He's a great, uh, great impressionist. All right. but So, so there are people who can – they get the mannerisms. The mm-hmm. guy who did, did all those videos where he does the really short impressions. He Ross gets a lot Markhand. of those. Is that what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, who's the other guy? Jim something. There's a Jim guy that does all those. Like the guy too. who did Bush. No, he does like a, he too does like thirty uh, in thirty that yeah. sort of thing. I don't know. All right, but here's the question. <laughs> where put your leg down? You? I can't. I'm finally comfortable. <laughs> that doesn't. I see and a bunch I, of fidgeting that <laughs> seems to deny that. All right, go on. Come on, do um, your impression. All right. No, no. I'm not going to do an impression of this question. So, Do an impression of a guy who can finish his sentence. <laughs> I'm trying. In fairness. Uh, <laughs> we won't let him finish. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Chairman, but, I think he should be allowed to answer the question. Are you trying to be contentious? That's what I want to know. Anyway. Are you living for sharing? So, so here's the thing. Sure. When, when does an impression start being valid? Is it when you know who the person's doing without them saying Oh, that's it? a great question. Like, you know I'm doing Woody yeah. Allen. Right, so Even that, if it's good or bad, you know right, who I'm doing. That makes it an impression, but it doesn't necessarily make it a good one. Sure, but I'm just like, where's where's that line? 
is it do you not do a good impression once you say you know I'm Woody Allen I'm doing an impression obviously that's not an impression and it isn't I don't know what I that think, was. you know what, you know what I think <laughs> Ellie because I kind of feel this way when I see standing up comedians do it I think if you have to announce who it is. Mm-hmm. It may not be that great of an impression. Like if right. you have to go. Uh, now, on the other hand, Hi, it's me, Woody Allen. It's like we know if just if you do it, we all go, "Holy fuck, it's Woody Allen!" But that, on the other hand, uh, my my Joe Lieberman. That's is a fantastic. different. That's a different story. <laughs> because it's, you're it's, re- it's aren't you quoting in. him saying, "I'm Joe Lieberman"? No, no. The joke is that nobody really. But the time when I started doing that, no one really knew what he sounded like, and it would be like doing a Jared Kushner and being like, "Hi, I'm Jared Kushner." Because nobody knows what he sounds like, so you just have to say what your name is. But I thought I I, I thought we thought you were doing the impression of like the uh, at the end of uh, and I approve these message. I thought you were doing I'm uh, Joe Lieberman no, and I approve these. It messages. wasn't even that. Uh, By the way, that was a great Joe Lieberman. <laughs> pretty good. I mean, as the arbiter of all Joe Lieberman impressions, I'm going to give that a B plus. Ooh, that's, that's great. Oh, what do you got? If A is mine, then that was a B plus. Garen Cockrell's got something, and I know that because he's uh, using his microphone like he's Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I had turned it off actually. I think the. The Jim you're asking about is Jim Meskimen. That's it. Ring a bell. Thank you very much. Jesus Christ. Thank you very much. It's amazing. Meskimen. Amazing that he found that. Number. Oh, no. Because he, he's, he's actually very good. I've never heard of him. Jim Meskimen. He's very good. Uh, just but, like that. Those two. They're, they're both named Christine. Those two Broadway ladies. Christine. Uh, yeah. The one where there's the video where. No, that's not the one who does the songs. There's yeah. two that do songs. Okay. And they're both named Christine. Where okay. she sings Let It Go in like 40 different voices. Which yeah. is awesome. There's Chris, yeah. It's Christine Petty is one of them. And then there's the, who's the other one? The Is one that we Chubbick, Christine Chubbick? No, no, that's not right at all. Garen, look Christine. up for a second. Uh, all right, Garen, you're gonna have to uh, oh. go and get our guest and uh, explain uh, exactly what we talked about off air. You're Garen Cockrell, Mr. Pardo's assistant. We're glad that he's here. Does he have any sort of time restraints? If so, bring him right in. If he doesn't, uh, you send him to get a cup of coffee because we're starting late because uh, Elliot uh, got caught in a uh, traffic snafu. <laughs> A snarl, I would call it. Oh, yeah, snarl's a good one. What's that uh, new one? Another one they were using a lot today, Skiff. They were using Skiff a lot today. Oh, I like that. I don't yeah. know what it means, though. Skiff is a room that is safe. It could be a room, talk. but it could also be uh, like a, a, a thing of, like a, a, something the size of Tupperware, as long as if it's for your eyes only uh, sort okay. of thing. Oh, I thought it was like a Secure. Boat. Yeah, it has a, cra- it stands for something kind of oh. crazy. It's basically like when you need to discuss something confidential or if you need to put something confidential. So it's like a cone of silence. Yeah, exactly. In the cone of silence. I think back when Comey was testifying the first time is when I heard about that. I think so, too. And no. Let me say this up, to you. came up again. Hello, darkness, my little friend. Are we in the skiff now? Seeing you. Maybe we call it, maybe we, instead of the closed sessions, we call in it the skiff. skiff. In the skiff. In the skiff. Yeah, I like that. Boy, that's good. These I are like, all good. I like that better than closed sessions. I like closed sessions Closed sessions make Remind me... Remind you of Jeff, Jeff Sessions? Yeah, so it, it makes me picture Jeff Sessions clenching his butt cheeks together. Oh, boy. That's really specific. Yeah, very, very specific. Well, I've seen him do that on a number of occasions. Well, you know he's doing it right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. That testimony today, which is – boy, it's funny to read the the different takes on it. Don Don Trump Jr. says it's a a big win for his dad and a horrible day for Hillary Clinton. Hey, look. That was his take. I haven't heard this testimony yet, so no spoilers. Okay. I'm but, kidding. But you, by the way, you heard everything before it happened today. Yeah, yeah. Because it was because he had the uh, thing there. Well, yeah, it also because it was uh, it was all covered in the news. It was months all covered ago. in the news. I mean, but do you, I, I said that in I thought a joking way because uh, I mean <laughs> people get so upset about like Game of Thrones or whatever like that. Do you think there's somebody who's like no 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 I yes. haven't watched the testimony. Don't tell Probably. me what I he says. So. Yeah, that's interesting because I feel like it's too important to. 
to, to not do uh, to just yeah okay what? but what if you're at home and you, and you're you're a news junkie man sure. and you want to hear it and you want to hear you it you have right? to make the, if you're a junkie you make the time to watch it live yeah bored well, watch it time. live <laughs> if you're if you have a real job that won't let you do that then you're not a real junkie that, you're not being fair to the junkie <laughs> <laughs> the He's junkie calls junkie. him sick you, ju- you think junkie calls in sick? Junkie calls in sick. Or the junkie has a job where everybody's watching it because it's important. I mean, like Brian Williams had to watch it for his job so he could talk about it. But after. like somebody at your wife's work, mm-hmm. over to Lisa's work, they, they they live for politics in addition to their job. They As can't a, take the day off and no, they're not going to sit around and watch it. Uh, but a lot of the people in her office could probably get away with watching it at their desk. <laughs> You're talking about a job where you can't get away with that, watching something. Like here. where my father grew up uh, at his job, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the funny thing is like it's a you know I was trying to I was trying to remember I don't know if I ever knew this but when the when the when there were hearings about Watergate were those all televised live or was it just like there were film cameras in the room and then you would see clips of it at some point like in the, the future like the news or like yeah was it like I mean obviously they had television cameras then it wasn't like the 30s but um, and there's a guy with chalk furiously yeah doing away. the sketches yeah. But That's like, interesting. Were they done live? Because it didn't seem like things were done live back then. Right. But there might have been some live t- news broadcasts. But that might have been one of those things where they were like, we don't we don't think that this should be broadcast live. Right. There, there were plenty of live news broadcasts. But I, I want to say that like the Menendez brothers or somebody like that was the first actual court case. Well, the, the, first, the first court case was uh, the, uh, the Kennedy Smith, William Kennedy Smith. Right. OK. But yeah. Yeah. But this isn't a, this isn't a actual like legal proceeding it's, it's, just the, it's the senate right gary yeah. cockerel what you got these were the watergate hearings were televised they were televised they the were. revolution also will be televised <laughs> they were televised live so people had to make the decision uh, on a number of occasions because there probably were a lot of hearings uh whether to go on with their lives or stop everything and watch this but my but the the, the greater point is there was no 24-hour cable news mm. there's no internet so people probably there was like an understanding in the world. Like we're not all going to stop our lives and watch this. We'll, we'll all see it on the nightly news. We'll see the highlights and then we'll read about it in the newspaper the next morning. Like that's how people got news. Now everybody gets everything instantly. So you kind of have to adjust to that. Then who was watching during the day then? Who's watching the watch? I mean, the, there's a lot of questions. Well, I don't I, agree. I'm pretty I don't sure it's on the watchtower. I, I bet you some people did stay home from work back then because it was it, it's important. It actually it goes against what it, that it was back then. Yeah. Holy shit. This is happening. And I bet your bosses would let you off for a few days to watch that. Whereas now it'd be yeah. like, just but if look it go- at your phone every break. But if it goes on for days and days, I mean, there might be certain people that are like, well, this is the one you got to watch. But like, they don't need to watch every single guy. There were a bunch of different guys. That said, Matt, we, we don't know. What? Uh, Let's ask our parents what it was like because that was a time. Yeah, that you know people. Uh, dare I say it? They seem to care they more. Might have about even had it on at the office. They must have had it rolled in a TV. Yeah. and said, "Let's let's watch." I, this I wonder if schools rolled it in too. Like, oh, I wonder I if it was a did. thing that it was like, "Hey, this is the president getting impeached. Yeah. We're all, or, or you know, getting investigated. We're all going right. to watch this, right?" Because yeah. it's really unusual. It, Maybe our guest has some thoughts on this. Here, do you need to go back out and find our guest? <laughs> Do you think he's waiting politely right outside? You told him to cut. It feels like maybe he, uh, that might be the case. Yeah, he didn't want. To, he didn't need to go get coffee. So I, I said, then just don't wait out there. Just coming in. There's no sense to stand outside in the hallway. You insulted his intelligence. It sounds like. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? There's no sense in you waiting outside. That sounds very aggressive. Oh, I didn't say it like that. Like, <laughs> How'd you say it then? Because it sounds like you said it very offensively. I honestly don't even remember how I said it. It sounds like you said it rudely, according to Matt. I mean, there's no sense. I mean, you'd be you'd be an you'd be an idiot. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be a fool. 
Fool you need it. I just I don't have a good a good strong handle on how long all the hearings took for Watergate, but my sense is it was months. Well, I would imagine. So people couldn't stop their lives for months to watch it every day. But wouldn't you like maybe day one you think it's a very important news event? Like, hey, right. we're all going to stay home. Yeah. Because yeah. You, again, you don't know how long it's going to last. And there's I, I, there were probably certain people who were like, well, this is the guy who's going to blow the lid. We got to watch this guy. Yeah. John Dean. You know, back in my, Alderman. I remember back when I was in, in grade school. I think people stayed home to watch the inauguration on television. Mm-hmm. You know, both workers and or they rolled it into the schoolroom. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind that people cared more about it then than they do now. Certainly, well, certainly this year. I have information on the airing if you want it. On okay. what? Of the airing. Yeah, yeah. Some ratings. Got? I don't have ratings. Uh, they were broadcast live during the day on commercial television. Uh, at the start, CBS, NBC, and ABC covered them simultaneously, and then later on a rotation basis, Oh, hmm. while PBS replayed the hearings at night, some 319 hours were broadcast overall, and 85% of U.S. households watched some portion of them. Oh, I lost my job. That's a lot of hours to miss. Yeah. Audio feed was also broadcast gavel to gavel oh. on scores of national broad- national public radio stations. That's all you need. You don't need to watch it. You can just listen to it. Yeah. Like, gavel, oh, gavel, 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 gavel. That's the woman that stars in Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that her? She is fantastic. Isn't that her? What's her? What that? Gal Gadot? Is that her name? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, right? Uh, uh, former military. That's right, yeah. Uh, Lebanon banned that movie because she was an Israeli soldier. Ridiculous. Wow. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's a comic book. Enjoy. <laughs> She's an actress, guys. Calm down. Do you think she was acting as a uh, soldier? She was not a real soldier. Yeah, she was just pretending. <laughs> Although, I guess in a way, if you don't want to go, aren't you, just, you, you are kind of just acting as a... Uh, isn't everybody just acting? Aren't we all just going through life pretending to be something we're the not? The world is indeed. I believe the bard said that. All the world's a stage. And we are merely players. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, Garen was flipping out over the new Halsey record. So The new who? Halsey. She's a pop singer. And I like some of her stuff, so I was like, I'll oh, check it out. That what you can't you you listen to it twice in one day all the way through, but you could not have listened to that embarrassing intro twice, where she the literally just thing? she yeah she just reads the beginning of Romeo and Juliet. That's the start of the album is her reading Romeo well, and Juliet. It's, a, it's like a concept album. Yes, Matt. Like, is the concept that she's pretentious? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No, know. Do you it's... consider that the nineties? <laughs> Maybe the two of you can get together and have a, a, a condescending off. I think she would win. I loved it. <laughs> Even the, the Romeo and Juliet? Cover to cover. Jesus. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Garen. What, uh, what did you love more? Her reciting that Shakespeare or Matt telling me he considers Fresh Prince to be more 90s? <laughs> one was really intense. <laughs> and one sets the stage for what is a wonderful album. But don't you think one could argue that the other one also sets the stage for uh, uh, hours of condescending banter? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we're... I'm surprised you didn't pull the argument that the the zero year of every decade is actually from the previous decade, that 1990 is actually part of the 80s. Why? Am I you? Why would I do that? When have I shown <laughs> to be any... Right? Have I ever shown that ever? Have I ever been that guy <laughs> no, that would in be, 11 years? That would be me. I would do that. Yes, you would. And I would want to take a boot... And ram it up your spine. So I'm not allowed to correct you if you're wrong? That's, 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 
that's correcting is different than being a. And you know that you were being a condescending prick. I just said that was more nice. No, that is not how you said it. I we, I I would insist we can play it yeah, back. Play it. No, it, it it was definitely it was definitely. Oh, uh, here we go, Johnny I, late pa- late pants. What was tell it? Us what I did. I, I consider that to be in the nineties. And it was. I did not say I consider that. Something to be like that. Oh yes, you did. No, I, you I, said that. No, you said I consider that to be a '90s show. There you go. In a condescending, right. patronizing. Well, even me, if you let said me it, write totally. down, let me write down exactly what you said. I'm going to be like James Comey. Oh, I'm going to kick you in the ball. Take careful notes. <laughs> I, what, Why can't it? you just own I that you consider, did this? I'm not saying it wasn't condescending. I'm just saying I don't think that's the phrase I used. I, I believe it's pedantic. I don't. I don't know if he's condescending. I think he, was he said pedantic. it. He, he was well, pe- now he's being condescending. <laughs> he he was being pedantic, but he said it in a condescending tone. So that well, was as a, you know, tone is not something that I normally agree with you on. That so. was a double <laughs> dip. Okay. Look, if you're insecure about your own knowledge of the 90s, then... What do you have? What, what did you write down? I consider that to be more than 90s. That's that's what you're going with? No, I, I, I consider that to be a 90s show. I think I'd think i really like you guys to be a little bit more polite with your questioning. <laughs> if you can just be a little bit more polite to the witness. Who are we, Kamala Harris? <laughs> did someone say that to her? Yeah. I didn't see the whole thing. Uh, what's it? Burr did. Right, was it Burr or was it somebody else that said that? It was... I think it was I, I, pardon, pardon me, Kamala. Of course. Oh, an orphan. Of course, I'm an orphan. It's horrible. Where are the lyrics to that? <laughs> I'll just I'll just dictate them to you. Do you want to write them down? No, I don't. here he comes. Oh, come on now. What are you, <laughs> what are you doing? Why? Why? why, why <laughs> just come in or don't come in. So don't come weird. in with the uh, wow. sheepishly. That's. Wow. Perfect Jerry entrance. <laughs> He's more than just Jerry, for I know. Christ's sake. Don't just but label you have him to, as one role. I'm not, but you have to admit that that was a perfect Jerry. No, I'm it, not more than Jerry. No, he nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the voice. How much voiceover do you do, Jerry? Well, you know, sometimes I had to get a little work here. And <laughs> yeah, every it. once in a while. I see. Uh, hang on. Wait, no, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to. All right. Don't. Nobody say a word on what I'm doing. And let's see if Jim, this, this will stick. This will uh, back you up, Elliot. All right. Okay, hang on, Jim. Everybody, or somebody make conversation while I'm doing this. <laughs> so, how about them? Not uh, you. Had the last you question. Wait, what are you doing? Uh, You're looking up those lyrics? Yeah, and then and then I'm going to do it okay. and see if he, <laughs> oh, if he knows can... what I'm doing. Okay, well, that re- requires him to know two different things, but... I don't think he does. I'm going to I'm gonna pull it up quicker than you. That's my job. Okay, uh, Elliot, you you, you uh, make conversation. So, so you didn't you didn't get coffee, I understand. I did not. I'm not a coffee guy. What, what do you, do you drink caffeine of any kind? This is, this is a conversation. Uh, <laughs> I love Diet Coke. Okay. Okay, very yeah. good. Okay, I, good. I'm a Coke Zero guy, Jim. There you go. We got something going on. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> riveting. Um, <laughs> look it up, and then you do the other one. You do for this. Oh, okay. the okay. other well, I could just do it off the top of my head. You can? Yeah. You could, you, wait, you can do... His lines? Yeah. You can? Yeah. All right, here we go. We're doing sure I can. We're, but but what, I'm what's just going doing, on? What are you doing? I, I, had to quite, I had to ask him what the language Are we allowed to swear? You're not. No. I'm not. Okay. Just, <laughs> but just you. I just want to check. No, we can be salty, but no, you keep it clean. You're oh, com- see, he said salty. That makes me think he's not going to be dirty at all. Ha! I think I may have already said. Uh, oh, you. I think you, I you used the F word in my direction more than once. Well, yeah, and you're going to hear it again if you Dude, don't drive I've that barely toe. met you, and I want to use it in your direction. <laughs> right? He's already a dick. I don't disagree. Jim O'Hare understands. Jesus, I'm getting it from all angles today. Uh, <laughs> that's what we hear. All right, here we go. We're doing a a little we're doing a little sketch now uh, i'm just doing it as myself you're doing what you're doing and i'm gonna do whatever okay now you have to you're, you're guessing who i'm doing okay okay and by uh, understand i know this is not a good impression but the premise is when does an impression become an impression like it, when you recognize it oh uh, yeah that's right, fair so, so here we go and this is uh 
from the uh, this is from the award winning. Do we say what it is from? I didn't know if you wanted him to guess both things. I don't think the other thing needs to be guessed. You can just say. I don't think. Well, I don't. But I don't want to do the the whole SCTV part of it because that gives it away. No, just just say that. Okay, the, here we go. We're, uh, this is a scene from Hamilton. Have you seen Hamilton, Jim? I sadly have not, but I will be in New York next week seeing Hamilton. Oh my God, that's yes. exciting. Enjoy. Yeah, can't wait. Have you seen it? Oh, twice. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've heard nothing. My friend Retta is just like it, it's. Just oh yeah, Retta's nuts about it. She, yeah, she tweeted a lot. Who's about the other one? Retta, there's two people that were uh, and Cristela, Cristela and Retta both were uh, yeah, on Twitter, crazy. not uh, yeah. shutting up about it, <laughs> and uh, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But then eventually you let it go and you find other interests. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, here we go. You ready? Uh, start with the uh, with the uh, the music. Dun, 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 dun. This the uh, <laughs> the uh, that part. Oh. Okay. Okay, here we go. Ready? Uh, from Hamilton. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> 1776. New York City. Uh, 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 pardon me. Are you Reverend Burr, sir? That depends. Who's asking? Oh, yeah, oh yes, sir. Sure. Uh, I'm Alexander. That's horrible. It's the, I it's literally, got, it's when somehow, do I yell whether I know it or not? It somehow got yeah. worse. <laughs> it got worse. It's typical do me. Do you know it now? It's I do t- know it. Who is it? Uh, Woody Allen. It's Woody Allen oh, yeah. as Aaron yeah. Burr because it's, it's written in such a way that the premise, Jim, was if SCTV was still around today, it would be uh, coming to the Cedar Slim uh, uh, Civic Auditorium. It's Woody Allen as Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, pardon me. <laughs> are you Aaron Burr? Sure. <laughs> I'm Norfolk. Of course. I'm a orphan <laughs> well you're doing it well enough that i knew immediately See, but it was yeah. but that said it, it was the, worse yeah. <laughs> yeah you got in your head you got, I, I got yeah. my head i panicked you got nervous Plus, which is why asian girl sitting next to you which gave it away too she looks like she could be your daughter now that's offensive that's the kind of language we don't like. <laughs> wow okay just <laughs> checking we can just use checking. language but we don't <laughs> we don't get uh, uh libelous that's don't, not a word are you now checking your emails get yeah it. i got an email you're addicted uh you got it you got to face it I'm addicted. No. All right. Jim O'Hare is Email here. If Jim O'Hare is here. That's tough for my dumb Southside Chicago accent to say. <laughs> Jim O'Hare. Now, exciting news about me and Jim. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. We'll find out right after the break. <laughs> hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Jim O'Hare is on Twitter, at Jim O'Hare. His last name is O-H-E-I-R. Uh, and you can check out his new movie, Middleman. It's uh, in select theaters right now. Should be on demand uh, soon. Look for it. Uh, Netflix, all that stuff. I'm excited to see it. It sounds really great. You probably haven't heard his description of it yet, but you will at the end of this episode, and it sounds really good. Check that out. Check us out doing Never Not Funny Live in San Francisco in two nights. That's the 13th of June at the Punchline San Francisco. Uh, you can get tickets to that. Just go to nevernotfunny.com and click the tour link if you want to uh, purchase tickets to that show. Meanwhile, Jimmy Pardo is doing some stand-up comedy at uh, the Hard Rock Cafe in Sioux City on the 12th of July. And then he's at the Omaha Funny Bone on the 14th and 15th of July. I think that's it for dates. Um, look for the, just I said it last time, I'll say it again. Uh, look for if you were a, a backer of uh, Elliot's Kickstarter, you should be getting your Ilios board game. Uh, if you're at the first edition of the board game, you should be getting it in the mail any day now. So look for that and um, check out Jimmy's Dates and Deets on his website, jimmyparto.com. Click the tour link there to find links to purchase tickets. Enjoy. Hello, indeed. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. Episode twenty uh, Q, uh, which of course led to the conversation of Stacy Q earlier, and we had a nice time with my friend uh, Matt being a condescending prick. Today. Oh no, I forgot to play it back in the break. Oh, did you? <laughs> Here, I'll play it back for you. I can. Does that sound like it? You know, we'll we'll line up that clip with the other clip, and we'll put them in stereo, and we'll see how how it plays. 
<laughs> a, a be it. <laughs> Jim O'Hare is with us. Uh, he's in the uh, new movie uh, Middleman uh, that I think came, comes up uh, came out just this past Friday, right? No, it's coming Friday, June ninth. So wait, this airs. Well, this will air Sunday. Sunday. So then so, this past. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Let me yeah. know that stuff. Yeah, well, way to go, Jim. Well, yeah. I did. I said yeah. this past Friday that Who do night. I hate, Matt or Jim? I don't know who to hate. <laughs> Not me. I'm the, look no. around. My name's on the fucking show, Jim. <laughs> Suck up. Apparently, I'm the whipping boy today. So You, you were know. not the whipping boy. You said one fucking thing, and I took you to task for it. Yeah. Wow. That does not make you the whipping boy. Well, this is the second thing. And on the heels of losing the great Greg Allman, to bring up the word whipping is very disrespectful. I am not familiar with this. That is called Whipping Post. Okay. For uh, those sitting at home, the love in this room is palpable. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are sitting it over there. It's certainly at home. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's go around the hall. We say hello over there to the Pop Culture Reef Info, sponsored by Dog Bell. Uh, it's Garrett Cockrell wearing the, uh, the newest of Never Not Funny Apparel. He's wearing the, uh, yeah. the live only hat. Yeah. Live oh, show only hat. Only way I place you to get those are exclusive live only shows. What? And if you're listening and not seeing, it's uh, it's got the the current season, the Hamilton style, uh, <laughs> but with Jimmy Pardo throwing out the first pitch on on top instead of the uh, instead of the yeah, Hamilton. it's got the uh, the latest logo, season twenty logo, looks great. It's on top of a hat, a trucker style hat, but comfortable, not uh, uncomfortable trucker style hat. Hip style. Feels great. Feels good, Garen? Yeah, it feels good in the head. Right on the head, right around the, uh, the, the whole thing, wrap it around, yeah. the whole shot. Temples, nicely compressed. They call that a snapback. It snaps. Back. In the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Because I'm already been talking to you today. What is your Q word? Yeah, let's all lay Q-T- into him now. <laughs> hey, by the way, let me, let me just say this. If everybody matches... No money. Oh. I'm not giving out $20. Well, we, we each have two. So Wait a minute. Yeah. Actually, wait. I have three. I have two. Stop bragging, Elliot. You I know just what, do. Elliot? Seriously, because when I walked back in from the bathroom, I heard, oh, I got a third, third, and nobody wanted to hear that either. Yeah. I just thought of a third one. You thought of a third one, too? Yeah. I can only think of one, which makes me think I'm about to give $20 out. <laughs> but see, but we have to the, match you exact, right? Well, yeah, but there's no so way So if not it's to. one of my two, I don't win. No, no, you have yeah, to lock have, in with you one. You have to choose which one of your two, yeah. But I would say... To avoid no one getting the money, obviously, once we, oh, the rest of us here, yes. one person has to bail yeah. if everybody else says the same one thing. One tie, all tie. <laughs> How about we each get a dollar if it's if everybody says yeah, the same Yeah, just divide thing. the five up. Jim made it very clear that he wants his five dollars. <laughs> I want the five <laughs> fucking dollars. It seems important to him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got some real let him win. coming in. You, you know, got a brand new movie. That syndication money is not what people think oh, it is. So let's uh, really, it's on every forty-five minutes. You guys are the new wings. It's actually everything you think it is. Oh, nice. <laughs> we call that mailbox money. Nobody calls it that. Uh, you know, calls it that guy. A guy that worked once that wants to sound cool. Banya from Seinfeld calls it that. Yeah. But that guy just moved, right? Didn't he move somewhere, Stephen Heitner? I think he moved somewhere. I don't know. Moved away from this town? I think he did. I, I, I want to think he did. I would see him at auditions, but I haven't in a while. But uh, hmm. I don't know. Can't well, speak that to that. That seals it. He moved out. <laughs> he moved out, yeah. You don't still audition, do you? Here and there, yes. Why would they make you audition? They know who you are and how good you are? Uh, Steven Soderbergh made me audition. That bastard. Yeah. Wait, you couldn't have been happy with that? Was that, no, that was Matt thrilled. Damon movie? No, no, it's the new one coming out. Oh. Because I got the job! Oh, really? Pull back, people. Pull the earphones off. Uh, Logan Lucky, yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, no. If it's a big thing, I, I, I'm one of those crazy people. I actually like auditioning. Wait, I also, no. I swear to you, I know it's crazy. <laughs> I like it. I also like getting the phone call. Hey, they want to know if you're available for. Yeah. You know, fill in the blank. Love those calls, too. But uh, I don't mind auditioning at all. What do you like about the audition process? There's nothing to like about it. It's performance. I love getting a script. I love looking at material and figuring out what the hell I'm going to do with it. Uh, I know. 
know, because I have so many friends who it's the worst part of their day and part of their life. Uh, but no, I kind of do like it. I know. That's great. Uh, well, that's good. That's yeah. Good, good, For the business I'm in, it's good that I like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. What business are you in? I'm in show business, Jimmy. Thanks uh, for asking. You got your heart away. I heard that there's it. no business like that. Is that there true? is. <laughs> even with a turkey that you know may fold, you may be stranded out in the cold. <laughs> even something with a sack of gold, let's go on with the show, shall we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's improvisation. <laughs> now, uh, Garrett, what do you, what do you, I know you got three, just give us the one. Which one are you locking in on? My first instinct. Yes, sir. Number one. Yeah. First one I thought of. I'm listening. Quincy. Quincy. M-E. You know why, right? And now, Jim, don't give your answer. Do not give your answer. You know why, uh, you know about Quincy, right? No. It's not an accident. It's murder! <laughs> Every episode of Quincy. What, uh, Garrett, anything else of import we got to talk about with you? What's going on over there? We didn't get a chance to talk to you very much last uh, week. Things are good. Going to the movies tonight. What are you going to see? It comes at night. What's that? Oh, that's getting great reviews. It's supposed yeah. to be good, yeah. Joe's that over the mummy. Which is getting, getting horrible reviews. reviews. But, but like making big money. Sure. Yeah. So far overseas. That's what they say. It might be yeah. as big as opening of ever. 177 million? Whoa. Is that what they're saying? Some crazy, yeah. Wow. Huh. That's amazing. It does not look good. No, I, and I like, and I'm, you know, I, I'm a guy that likes Tom Cruise. I'm not a yeah. Cruise basher. But you're not a mummy guy. I like Tom Cruise. So I, I, I would go see this, but I, right. but that's it how looks I am too. Awful. Like I, I, I can give you some dirt without giving out names because that probably wouldn't be appropriate. Tom Cruise was not the first one offered the film. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Tom Cruise was not the first. I know who Cause, was because he still opens a movie. He still opens a movie, that, but yeah. I know someone else who was offered the new. Will uh, you tell us franchise. off the air? I will tell you off the will you, air. Will you write down the initials? I, uh, <laughs> I have a very strong guess, but I'm not going to say it. Okay, because I don't want to put you out. Uh, and you know, I don't want. I know you're a good actor, but I, in, in case your face gave away that I was right, that would be bad for you. Uh, okay, yeah, don't do that. Because <laughs> I'm on camera somewhere. Yeah, there's a camera. But there's mine. <laughs> wow. Wait, hang on. Who do you think? You could say because I will not give it away. It? Well, yeah. the the logical thing. <laughs> well, just so you know, I'm not going to confirm or deny. I want so right, no right, right, to say I'm not giving. You can you could turn your chair I, around. No, I can sit right here. It's all fine. <laughs> I'm going to connect some dots here. There's one A-list blockbuster movie star who this man used to appear on a, a oh, weekly you think was, television. You think it was Chris oh, Penn. I think it was Chris good Pratt. Guess. Chris Pratt. Uh, good guess. What did I say? Chris Penn. Chris He's Penn. dead. Probably not Chris Penn. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an awkward phone okay, call. So basically, <laughs> maybe, they, well, maybe he's the, the, the mummy. mummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what Matt has said is Chris is the only A-lister I know. No, no. You uh, son of a oh, bitch. It was just the first thing I thought no, of. No, that is what you basically <laughs> said. I, that's what Rewind I heard. the tape. That's what I heard. Once again, a little patronizing. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Boy, you're on fire. <laughs> with me now our guest <laughs> i have met other people my friend you know who i met yesterday who'd you meet engelbert humperdinck oh my god so don't be looking at me as a guy who's not connected I okay apologize. boy do i have egg on my face <laughs> that's that- not egg but it does look familiar <laughs> oh wow can't pull his hit. what is his hit what is engelbert's big hit Oh my Please release me, <laughs> let me go, and a bunch of others yeah yeah. I'm surprised I didn't play that for you. <laughs> that sounds like something you would torture me with. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, come on, Matt. Please release. I would hold. That's my me holding my phone. That's my space work. Look at my space work, Jim. Wow. You know what I was doing. You're, I did. You're good. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Put that down. <laughs> now it's Woody yeah. Allen doing it. <laughs> um, what? Um, uh, I, have another, I have another guess. Is it another A-lister that I think it's Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. 
That would be my, that would be my guess. Another well, valid. Another he was in the other good guess. Oh well, technically you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> so we're all doing. Wait, what did today. he say? He said he was in the other one, in the other franchise. He was yeah. he was already in a mummy. Scorpion movie. King. Oh 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 yeah. I, you know what? I take that guess off the table. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I, and my nope. I don't apologize to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So where are you going? The Arclight? Oh yeah. All right. Arclight. Well, enjoy. I hope to. You going with anybody or uh, going solo? Solo, that a boy, right? Yeah. You don't need people mucking that up. Enjoy what do you see on Friday night at the uh, Lemley's on Wilshire and Beverly Hills? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I'm seeing Middleman. Good. <laughs> or if you want, feel free to go to Universal City Plaza and see it, too. Yeah, anyway, to I just happened to mention that since we're talking movies. It's going it's about City Walk? It's going to be at City Walk, yeah. Oh, the most convenient movie theater in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, $20 do, to park right. and then uh, 45-minute walk. They do validate. Come on, don't act like they well, don't validate. They give you a couple of bucks back. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. I don't call that validation. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, I, I can't remember last. That's oh, the I did, worst. I only, the I, worst. I saw Star Wars there because it was in uh, IMAX. It was on the That's the only like real IMAX screen uh, in, in L.A. The other ones that say they're IMAX are just like IMAX light. What about real 3D or whatever that's called? Is that that's not IMAX? That's a different. It's a thing, different yeah. thing. You can have you can have both of them. It can be IMAX and real D, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that have you seen the trailer for Dunkirk? I don't even know what that that's is. Crazy, yeah. It's Christopher oh, Nolan's World War II movie. No, does yeah. it look good? They oh, sh- wait, no, I have seen it. It looks great. Yeah, it looks really good. And and before Rogue One on the IMAX screen because it was filmed in IMAX or at least parts of it were they showed just like six straight minutes of it just a scene from it and it was crazy it was so cool oh I hadn't even heard of it giant screen Dunkirk Dunkirk yeah. who's in, who's involved um, that's a good question oh the guy Mark Rylance is that his name uh, the guy who was uh, in the Spielberg movie and he won a, an Oscar for uh, what was the Bridge of Spies oh that oh. guy yeah I don't know him. I'm sure he's very familiar with my work. Oh, this continues. <laughs> Continue. He loves the situation comedy. He loves a good he? He the TV comedy. Sure. Wait, what? Uh, he lost, somebody. He beat somebody out in that. He uh, beat that, someone crazy. Yeah. Like that. We everybody else expected the other guy to win. Yeah, but that category is like that a lot. That was tight, wasn't it, Matt? Who did he beat, Karen? Mark Rylance, Bridges Spies. I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, he beat. Bear with me as it loads. I got a flight tomorrow, dude. You said you had no time restraints. You don't have to be insulted to him. I'll fill this uh, space with this info. He was also the BFG. Motion capture. He beat Sylvester Stallone. I think that's what it that's was. That's what it was. Oh, Stallone and Stallone. Creed. Oh, we all, right. we all yeah. wanted Stallone to win that. Who else was in that category? Well, Tom that Hardy. That might be a generalization. You didn't want him to win? You didn't want Stallone to win? No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you doing impressions now? <laughs> no. That's my impression of Stallone. Yeah. That sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> I know. Which well, is Groot. That's what Groot. he sounds like. I am Groot. Maybe yeah. being that guy. Uh, <laughs> he was great in Creed. You didn't think he was great in Creed? He was great. Uh, it, that's fine, but not... not. The academies have lost the importance. No, the, the man won who should have won, probably. It, it's not all about popularity, just because he's I didn't Sylvester Stallone. I thought he was great. I think that was also... A better than all the other nominees? No, I thought Mark Rylance uh, should have won, but I think but I wanted Stallone to win. <laughs> who are the other ones, Garen? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. In which one? What? Revenant. Who oh, is oh, he was a great in that. kind of a genius actor. Yes, He's amazing. I agree with that. He's really good. So, uh, you know, I, I can't give you your slime. Sorry. Right, so again, Sorry. a guy that likes Doesn't uh, mean I don't love you any less. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who are the other He knows two? the crap better than we do, is that my point? Yes, Mark that's true. Ruffalo. Uh, oh, for the um, uh, spotlight. Yeah. For spot- and he was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian Bale. 
for the big short. And he was great in that. He was great, Those too. Are, that's Those all good. Five Imagine good actors, that. Or four good actors and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was good in this. He was. But I, uh, and I'm, again, I'm not, I don't want to dig a bigger hole with you today, but I do think a little nostalgia probably played into your. There's not a little. <laughs> I said Mark Rylance should have won, yeah. but I would have liked Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, actually, after just good. hearing all the names in the category, Stallone is fifth. Yeah, I think so. I, think. I mean, I think he was good in that movie, but right, they were all good. Yeah, but th- there were four better. I agree. Just saying. Sorry, Sly. I know it's breaking your heart because you're two things you always do: you listen to this show and you know who I am. <laughs> two things he checks them off each morning. Yes. Honey, I still know who Jim O'Hara is. You do, Sly. Check. If I so listen excited. to part of his mouth with his idiot buddies, yep. Yep. Check. Check. Good. Both things. On this day, he gets to kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. <laughs> perfect for him. One. Sylvester Stallone. Hey. Oh, I don't. Stone Stallone no. doesn't work at all. I hated it. <laughs> now, if it had been Sharon Stone, we were talking about. He got it. <laughs> I'm good. All, All right. right. Uh, we go to Mission Control. We sell out L.A. Hoberg. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Uh, Elliot was late, of course, today because there was an accident on the 101. It's true. Uh, I, a little snarl right there at the uh, Woodman exit. A skiff. A, a skiff <laughs> is a secret. We never... Uh, oh, did you find out what it stands for? The, the, the secret confirmed intelligence framework? Oh, sorry. Oh, I, think, I think you're right. Secret intelligence... Nah, secret confirmed it, intelligence framework. Secret coordinated intelligence framework. What's in, in reference to? In, in the a hearing sh- this morning. Oh, I didn't hear Dropped this word yeah. SCIF, which is an acronym for like when you set up a space or even just like a container for classified information. I, who, 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 Comey said this or... Uh, well, no, they were they were going to do a uh, the open session and then they were going to do a closed session uh, in a okay. SCIF, in a SCIF in a which SCIF. means a room you. that is protected from any recording devices or anything. Uh, a shallow, flat-bottomed open boat with a sharp bow and a square no. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> he's on top of his game. Oh, he's the there best. We he's go. the best of us. That's, that's why he's here, Jim. You've got top-notch talent in this room. We're like Trump. We only get the best uh, people yeah. around us. Yep. I belong here. <laughs> Sensitive compartmented information facility. Sensitive compartmented information, information facility. facility. Do you like carpment? Compart- I assume Skiff had two Fs. Probably in my head, that's why I assume it. Because of the boat. What? The boat does. Yeah, the boat does. Yeah. Or at the end of it, you just go, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, da 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm really beginning to regret voting for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really am. Why? I don't see a downside. You don't need no, Okay. No, well, you I guys don't. know best. I mean, all right. I'll see I it don't. through. Give him a chance. Yeah. I knew better about Stallone, so you can go with me <laughs> you on You know what? I can one. trust you. You're yes. right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Gary. Uh, Elliot, uh, please, uh, first of all, anything of import happening in your lifetime? Uh, in your lifetime. Well, uh, I, I, <laughs> it's almost done. Um, Jesus. The, oh, that got sad. Real dark. Um, uh, folks who uh, back my Kickstarter are getting their games in the U.S. now. Oh, great. Gotten reports of that. Congratulations so cool. on that. I Thank thought someone you. in Denmark got there. Someone in Denmark got there. Someone in France, a fan. But uh, now the states are starting to get there. Yeah. Oh, I see. Somebody in Indiana showed it and somebody in California. Well, you should be getting yours then. I, I well, you'd think that I would have the ones. Uh, there, here's the thing. I'm... I'm going to hand Matt his because oh, that makes sense. And some other folks who I know personally, and you'd think that I would have mine already, but I don't. So maybe it's because it's a bigger package or maybe it's there at my post office box and I haven't had a chance to get there today. So hopefully. All right. Very soon. But anyway, very happy. The po- pictures look nice. Uh, yeah. I saw the one picture I saw online, uh, the box looks great. Yeah. It does. And I, uh, I, I, they're worth more if they're sealed, right? And never played. <laughs> can I tell? Yes. Can I tell my son that new new inbox? That game looks like a snooze to me. Oh, that's to me. I understand. My son loved it. What the concept of it? Uh, yeah. 
He played. He played uh, uh, like a couple of rounds. He did uh, at the oh, uh, ga- at the game oh. convention. Cool. Yeah. So it's so kids can play it. Like oh, a, a nine year old can play it. Cool. I would say if you if you if you know how to add up your numbers. That's the all. That's the most complicated right. thing in the game. That's the other thing Stallone does every day. Garen's <laughs> out. I'm out. <laughs> Actually, I'm out too. <laughs> what is uh, what's your cue? Uh, so um, I'm going to go with my favorite of the of the three that I said what? I had. Hang on, just once. Will you just fucking say answer <laughs> the question? Why can Garen say his whole thing? And <laughs> because he doesn't ramble like you. You, fi- <laughs> if I may, I know we're the, the, these hairy. You filibuster better than anybody in the world. Oh, maybe that's what I should do for a living. Oh God, it'd be great if you can get into politics and get the fuck out of here. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Anything just right now, I should just leave. All I ask is that you train him on how to do the video, and then please find any other position. If politics, wherever you got to go, it doesn't matter. Do it. If you're just one of those people sitting behind the person testifying, that's great. Clapping <laughs> away on your that's keyboard. That's a big job. It yeah. is. It's important. Yeah, it must that's be important. A big yeah. job. You got to look down every once in a while. And then look right, right back. Yeah, the lady behind uh, McCain, while McCain was, I had, hear he was, went nuts. His brain was melting on yeah. live television. Her face was priceless. She was just making these faces. Even even before he ever said anything particularly <laughs> weird, she was just like. <laughs> was she like uh, 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 Renona Ryder at the uh, <laughs> kind of? Yeah. The yeah. I love that. Yeah. Somebody should put her Renona Ryder's face in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. If you can do that in, within six hours, Elliot, I, I suggest that's a that's a hit. Yeah. YouTube. Okay. Fair enough. Before this, before this and then there's... when you get a chance, help me shoot this Woody Allen. Is <laughs> really, I really think I could get some hits on this thing. Yeah. Rent the costumes. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> know this. We'd also have to do a casting session to find a guy that could do a good Woody Allen. So that might take us. <laughs> what is your cue? And get to it. I'm going with Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap is his choice. Now, that's a Quantum great Scott Leap. Bakula program. That's I, right. I first re, uh, recognized Scott from the Broadway musical uh, Romance Romance, where he had a beautiful voice, hmm. wonderful singing voice, Scott Bakula. Wouldn't have known that. Is he a Chicago Truly. guy? No. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. I have a, I have a, I have a story, a Scott Bakula Quantum Leap story. <laughs> wow. You just met me, Jim. You just met me. But he has great instincts. Just it doesn't take long for literally him to pick just up met me. He knows you're a dullard. He knows you're a dullard. I don't. I'm being obnoxious. No, he's Please not. Please fill us in with your story. Good <laughs> oh, Lord. When I oh. le- all right, here goes. When I learned how to edit, I learned how to edit from a professional uh, in the just union. Said right now, that Jim yes. just did, whether he wanted to or not, a wonderful Lou Costello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> And so they, they showed us the two angles, like uh, Scott Bakula, and he was working with this actress, and they were doing the reverse of each other. And I learned about editing and acting in the same thing. He said, now, the guy teaching us, he said, now watch this lady. When she's not giving her lines, she's not doing anything. But when Scott is doing is not doing his lines, he's pretending like he's listening. He's he's acting through his lines. So I'm going to cut to Scott. First of all, he's the star, so I'm always going to cut to him if, if I can. But if she'd given me anything when she wasn't reading a line, hmm. I'd have cut to her. But I didn't because she didn't. And I, I just stuck with me. So you're saying, now, Jim, you're an actor. You've done these uh, these back and forths. Uh, when you're doing a scene, let's say you're in a scene with, with Robert De Niro. Yeah, and uh, Bob, into me. Go ahead. Of course, you're in show business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you're doing, you're supposed to theoretically write the off-camera get person. Yep. yep. Yeah. You uh, would you give them a hundred percent performance, or would you just read the lines and let Mr. De Niro do his work? One hundred percent. You 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 go all out. Of course. You and my head will explode if I start telling stories about that. There's I have been on shows when you're the guest star, 
and the lead, you know the series regulars don't do your coverage, which means they get the wide, everybody's in it, then they go over your shoulder under them, mm-hmm. and then when they turn, the stand-in is there. No, and there is nothing shittier. And first of all, for even I don't care who, if you're acting in a scene, whether the camera's on you or not. You gotta get. It's about eye connection and and knowing the material and connecting with that material. So to do that, it's screwing themselves. Yeah, no, you have to be together. You have to be follow up on this. Yeah, yeah, legit question. Yeah, Uh, is it? The big name star that would do that, or is it somebody that thinks they're a big name star? In the situation I went in, I will t- I won't say who, but right. then I will tell you about a big name. Uh, they uh, it was a show with uh, they were popular girls at the time, young. I think they needed to leave as early as possible to get the red carpets and to uh, get whatever. Uh, you know, uh, coochie shots. We're going to go with them getting out of the car and all that kind of oh stuff. Okay. So <laughs> I believe Lohan. Uh, uh, no, it was not her. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that type of show where it was a younger show. OK. Uh, and I said to I think the, the first afterward, the first first idea, I say first because those in the business, that's what we call them. <laughs> but it's actually the first A.D. Uh, no, but I, I said, is this always go on he goes every fucking day. Oh, wow. so he was horrified. Yeah, but it's certainly not his control. On the other hand. I do a scene with um, James Spader, who all I needed from all my uh, this. We had a whole episode together. But one of the points I had to look back into a courtroom and just make eye contact with him. He came in for the eye contact. No way. Now, that, ladies and gentlemen, is an actor. That's a guy who is just concerned about the product of Mm. the show. And I said to him, I go, dude, you didn't have to do that. He goes, well, you're looking at me. And that's the and that's, that's awesome. is the correct answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm wow. looking at you. So whether he gives me something, whatever he wants to emote that I can then receive, as I know it sounds bullshitty actor <laughs> talk, but that's how it works. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and yeah. So then you have people like a James Spader who does that. So is that so, uh, uh, on blacklist? Were you on? No, or? that was uh, uh, Boston, Boston Legal. Legal. Yeah, yeah. I was a cross-dressing Santa. Hmm. Yeah. A gay cross-dressing Santa, which, as it turns out, most cross-dressers are not gay. So that added a little a little something to it. <laughs> did they something, but something. At the same time, though, Jim, did then people get bent out of shape because you played it gay, and that's and we're not gay. We're just cross-dressers. Did people get upset about it? Well, I played it like, hello, I'm Santa, oh, boy, you, and look at my dress. Now, that's so subtle, not, you played it subtly. Subtly. <laughs> right. What do you mean? So how would they know so I was playing gay? That makes sense. How would they know? No, no. Uh, I'm not even sure what your question was because it was really confusing. Um, no, actually, we got, to be honest, we got a great response from the uh, uh, cross-dressing community, the trans community, the gay and LGBTQ, all those, uh, because uh, it was handled so sweetly, which it should be. And here's my other James Spader story that is, I, I, I don't know if I'm screwing up your format. No, you talk as much as you uh, want. Oh, then... <laughs> Then I do have time. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I do find everything I say to be riveting. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> I mean, everything else I'm hearing seems like... <laughs> but when it comes out of my mouth... I get it. I am there. I'm just there. <laughs> no, but... So, Spader and I are doing a scene, uh, and it's kind of the big scene where um, he now realizes I'm gay on top of the whole thing, and then we're at a bar. It's one o'clock in the morning... Uh, crew was on going to be on golden time by one thirty. like they had to get us out of there so we do the master shot we do my over the shoulder to onto uh james now it's time to do mine 
We do the first take. You know, and again, it all takes time in between setups and everything, blah, blah, blah. So everyone's looking at their watch. Mm-hmm. It's late, and producers are looking at their watch because of money, and people are looking at their watch because they're tired, and I don't blame them. Uh, and I also know, you know, before I did Parks, I, I was the king of guest stars. And you're, you know, sur- certainly treated wonderfully, but you're not a series regular. You're and if there's, the if there's time problems, you're the first one to, the, things are going to get cut, things aren't going to get the treatment they might deserve. So now we come back, and now we're going to do my coverage. We do the first take, and the director goes, well, I liked it. What'd you think? And I was like, oh, um, you know, okay, mm. okay. And Spader looks at me and he goes, what'd you think? What'd you really think? I go, I don't know, I kind of felt pushed. And he goes, yeah, yeah I, I thought that too. He goes, let's do it again. Do it again. And Spader goes, oh, no, they're in your head. And he just looks to the crew and says, just so you know, we're going to do it until we get it. So everybody relax. And he looked at me and goes, do it your way. We're fine. Everything's fine here. Do it your Jesus. way. And that next take was so awesome. It's the tape they ended up using. And the minute I was done, you know, someone yells cut. And Spader just looks at me and goes, I think that was the one. Yeah. You know, and, I, and it was. You know, and uh, I knew it too. But again, a pro. Yeah. And not that because yeah. I think he was a producer on that also. So I yeah. know there's pressure on him for time and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was about the product. It wasn't about um, rushing because we were looking at a clock. So he he impressed the hell out of me. God, I love James Spader all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think he, he, you know, he's an interesting guy. He's into wines and all the things that I know nothing about. Uh, but that just, I was blown away. By yeah, of course. Him. I thought it was amazing. Really great. See, like I said, riveting. That's <laughs> great. Just who the fuck do you think you're talking to, pal? <laughs> One, this is another one of Jimmy's classic impressions well, that was everybody... That, was that Spader? <laughs> it's less than zero. Hot tub scene. Less than zero. Hot tub scene. Hot tub scene. As a reminder, I do an impression one time, and I never recapture it. I'm not sure that's the most memorable moment, though, either. It is to me. <laughs> I know. But like, if you're asking people to remember a movie... That's a pretty memorable moment when uh, Andrew McCarthy shows up and is like, I want you to leave my friend alone. Right. And he, and he finally has some balls to stand up to this asshole. Right, I'm just saying it's not like Attica, or you know, it's not like it's not like a line. There's, it's not Rosebud. It's just uh, who the fuck do you think you're talking to, pal? It's like no one's going to remember that that's a line from Lesson Zero. No one. Wow, uh, this <laughs> is your just condescension today. The, the anger, the hate in this room. <laughs> it's Eleven years ago, this bullshit. <laughs> what I thought was love is not. It's hate. I'm tired of seeing my friend get hurt every time he throws this impression out there and people stare at him blankly. They always stare at me. My career's not made up people staring at me. I'm saying pick a, pick a, find a more memorable James Spader line. I can't do I can I can't do that one well. So why would and that's the one I think I can do well. Why would I find any other one? I don't know. Do you think All right, now listen. Uh, all right, Elliot, great job today. Thank you, sir. Right, well, your story, which I will admit was horrifically dumb, <laughs> then made Jim think of some great stories. Yeah. Which at the end of the day, then let me do my terrific James Bader impression. So you did a great job today. I, you made I, me look good. That's my job. Yeah, yeah. Everybody won. We head over here to Matt Bell and that Matt. What is your Q television program? I also am going with Quantum Leap, but it's not the first thing I thought of. It's just the thing that I have feel like is the the best chance of winning. My first thought was um, a, a British show called Queer as Folk, which I oh. actually I think they remade. Didn't they remake it on Showtime or something? Yes, my buddy Scott Lowell was on Queer as Folk. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, was American our, version. He did the American version. And you say with what's his name, right? Uh, Hal Sparks was that the Hal thing Sparks he was on? Oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Scott Lowell. Uh, 
bunch of people. Um, Scott's my only friend from the show, so I'll leave it at that. That's the one you hear about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I could provide that little connection there. Wow. But yeah, I'm going Quantum Leap. Um, all right. Going to go on. Like, all right, Jim O'Hare is our guest. He's got the new movie that just came out this past Friday called Middle Man. It's, uh, uh, is it all over, Jim, or is it uh, just opening uh, on the coast at this point? It's in eight cities, your biggies, your New Yorks, your LAs, your Chicago's, your uh, Boston's, your Atlanta's, your. Um, Seattle's your eight, eight big ones. I don't know. And you were just were you just back in Chicago? Is that where I you was were? just there last throughout the first pitch of the Cubs game last Sunday. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I did. And that was that was an odd four ten start or something, right? Wasn't that a weird start time on Sunday? Or was that the no, no, no six thirty five. Well, which makes it four thirty five here. So ah, in my head, it was that's weird. true six thirty five. Yeah, against Cardinals. Yeah, you know, so it was a packed house. Of course, because you know there's a rivalry there, uh, and I had. Um, I had, you know, <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of people do it, mm-hmm. seeing a lot of people fail. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Nick Offerman did it a couple weeks before I did. Uh, Matt Walsh did it a couple weeks before all Chicago boys. Right. And I practiced 60 feet, six inches from uh, mound to plate. Did it, did it, did it. It don't matter. You can practice your ass off until you start walking out on that field. Mm-hmm. And you forget because now there's a huge screen. And you realize, oh, shit, I'm up there, too. So you walk out, <laughs> uh, and I did a bit where I waved off the catcher a couple of times, mm-hmm. you know, two or three times, so that got a bit of a thing. Uh, and then I threw it. Now, the nice part is there are angles that it looks like it went right into that glove. Yeah. I mean, if you were right behind him, he did not have <laughs> to move. But if you, if you happen to be in front with the view, it would literally about a foot and a half before his glove bounced into his oh, glove. Oh, did it really? Wow. So, it, you know, and, and and so it has dirt on the ball. So I'm like, I hit dirt. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. my fear was I hit grass. And then I would have <laughs> had to, you know, because these yeah. things stick with you. Yeah. As far as you go, like I'm doing Seth Meyers next week, you know, comparable to this show. And um, no, no, but you know, you'll get up there and they'll, hey, Jim, we saw and then they'll play it and you're like, ah, hell, that's going to follow me forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think it'll follow me. It was Fine. Wasn't Jimmy doesn't great. know anything about that. <laughs> oh, did you do it? We have a. It's immortalized right behind. <laughs> oh my God! Were you dancing or were yeah, you go fuck yourself? Out That's what it was. Wait, wait, is th- I think th- <laughs> that's from Swan Lake. <laughs> Jim, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> I I think he is performing in Swan. Lake. <laughs> Are you on a point? <laughs> that means you're on your. Toes. I understand your humor. <laughs> Here's what happened, Jim. I was uh, in uh, was uh, when I was working for the Conan O'Brien program. Uh, I, you know, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. I grew up in the south suburbs. Uh, I wanted to do two things in my life, and that is to host uh, the Tonight Show and or play for the White Sox. So here I am representing. Please welcome from the Conan O'Brien Show, uh, fellow Chicagoan Jimmy Pardo. And I go out and the tip of the hat and and. I had practiced as well. I spent some time practicing from what I thought was 60 feet, six, uh, six inches, which was only 45 feet. <laughs> and then I went to a real field and went, holy shit, I'm coming up short. And I'm throwing heat, by the way. At wow. the 45 foot, I'm like, holy shit, I'm throwing heat. Right. And then I went to a re- another field. Like, hey, well, this one seems a little farther away. Uh, Ed Farmer, you know Ed, who does the yeah. uh, play-by-play for the uh, White Sox radio. He said to me, uh, when they introduced, they said this is Jimmy Pardo. He's throwing out the first pitch, and he looked at me, and, he, and I thought he was uh, just kind of making, uh, being annoying. But it turns out it was the best advice, and I will give this to anybody throwing out the first pitch. Think of it as the first toss. Thank you. You're playing catch with your dad. Yep. You're not a pitcher. 
thank you. This is what I kept saying to people. I'm not going in. I'm not a pitcher. Right. You're not. And then yes. you're not going to miss if you're just throwing the ball. You would never miss. But if you're trying to pitch it, you're going to miss. Exactly. And you're going to hit ground early. Yeah, I know. I got yeah. did it at the Cubs game a week ago. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> so I got out there and I threw it. And it was a uh, if, if you were a left handed batter, it may it may have been just a tad inside. It just was off the plate. It was a it well. Was, then you did a good pitch. Yes. So you just looked like so, a girl throwing it. Yes. <laughs> so I then, you know, talk of the field. Everybody's raving about the first pitch. Everybody's great. Blah 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 blah. I wake up the next day to a million text messages oh. and a million emails going, "Dude, you're on the back page of the Sun Times. You're on the back page." <laughs> I, I say to my wife and son, "I go. We got to go down to the Starbucks because we're in a hotel and." Get it on the Starbucks and get the, the news. I'm on the back of the Sun Times, and we we all go running down. And I get to the Starbucks, like where's the Sun Times? Right over there. And I turn it over, and I see that picture. Oh. I go, hey, hey. Oh. 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 and every every. And then I, we, oh. I to speak to what you said. Then when I was a guest on Conan, Conan, Conan goes, so you throw the first pitch, huh? So any uh, how'd it go? Great. Go, oh, did it go great? Then they show the picture. See, it lives with you yes. forever. Yeah. Do you know who Gary Delabate is? Oh, the Stern he, Show. Yeah, of course, he a uh, classic horror. Yes. You know, he paid a trainer, and he, he still worked that bad? with a trainer <laughs> because you know when you get out there, it's di- like I was in my yard. I have dogs. I, 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 I you know, did my sixty feet six inches tossed because I was the same thing. I am not a pitcher. I don't need to fire this in. I need to get it to the plate. That's all. That's you all do. I need to do so the fans don't boo and you know all that right. stuff. Nice uh, job, especially yeah. your character, Jerry. Like, exactly. you have, oh, nice job, Jerry. No big surprise. Jerry <laughs> fucked right. it up. No, oh, it, boy. Right? Big surprise. <laughs> you couldn't win. Exactly. So I just wanted it there. I didn't care how it got there. And uh, so, but then you get out there and you're looking and the people and then the mound is raised. Like you're, you're not planning that when you're in your backyard. Right. You're not, you haven't raised your mound. So it, it, it's a, boy, that sounded out, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Got wow. that mound. <laughs> I raised that mound and I went to town. I don't even know what that could possibly now, mean. Now you're Nipsey Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I raised a mound and went back to town. Hello, hello, hello. But it was scary and yeah. exciting. My family Wait, you did, was there. Are you a Cubs the guy or a Sox guy? I'm, I lived in Wrigleyville for so many years. Yeah. So of course I, I'm, you know, but it was raised in the South suburbs. So I could have easily been a Sox guy, uh, but what well, you know? I'm, but I'm also not a crazy man. When Cubs were, you know, in the World Series last year, I, if it had been the Sox, I would have been rooting for them too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there, I have Sox friends who were not happy at all. I've got no interest in that. And I'm just like, come on, it's a Chicago team. Yeah. Yes, it's not your preferred one to be there. But it's a, it's a Chicago team. team. Come on, that's a no-brainer. So, I no, agree. so if Sox are in there, I, I'd be a happy camper. Yeah. Uh, well, we were there 2005 and we won. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this year, I was I was rooting for the Cubs as if they yeah, were the once Sox. Once your own team is out, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Good day yeah. today. Good day. Uh, Sox winning, Cubs losing. That's a good day for me, Jim. Shut up. <laughs> that is bullshit. Did you have a good day? Yeah. Cubs lost. What uh, the fuck? You, there's got to be more important things in your life. Exactly. Now, Jim, let's yeah. talk about a few things. Oh boy, here we go. Before we get to anything else, here we go. The uh, tapes are coming up. Where in the what South Suburb did you grow up in? Lansing. Oh, Lansing. Lansing. Marietta Puntignano, one of my best friends in the world, uh, lived in Lansing. Puntignano. Puntignano, Italian. Oh, Puntignano. Uh, she probably went to Thorn Professional South High School. Probably. That's where I went. Yeah. Yeah. Go Rebels. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I worked at Lincoln Mall for a while. Lincoln Mall, Route 30. Yeah. <laughs> right near you. Uh, uh, I was in Oak Forest is where I grew yes. up. Yes. Uh, home time before the that. The first ever 
kind of something I did as a performance was in uh, Oak Forest. What? Um, can't be. It was cable. It was the cable <laughs> station. It was called the Bronco Bob Comedy Hour. In Oak Forest? No. I don't. How about Park Forest, maybe? Is that South? Maybe Park yeah, Forest. Yeah, it wasn't Oak Forest. We had nothing. Because trust even, me, even I would have been the only station? guy on it. Yeah. Then it might have been Park Forest. River? Is there a river forest? There's an Oak Park River Forest. It was some foresty thing, okay. for sure, and it was south. <laughs> right, I know it was know not that. Oak Forest. Well, then, and I'm, I'm not wait, so where is Oak Forest then? 159th and Cicero. 150. Okay, so so you're not near uh, uh, Midway. No, no, that's the other that's, direction. That's 50, 50. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other direction. Uh, okay, then maybe it wasn't there. Well, I've been made a liar on this big Boy. show. That's not oh, what I was trying to do. I there just we was, go. Thank you. What a gracious host. I'm letting you know <laughs> that I was a nerd that went to the local cable place and said, hey, you guys are doing local program because all the yeah. other shows like the town hall meetings. Yeah. Why don't we do a weekly talk show? And, Sir, that's craziness. Sir, I'm, you know, I'm a, in high school, I'm like, you're just right. a child. We can't do something like that. Well, yeah. we got to... I can talk to like local politicians. I can talk local uh, business owners. Young man, <laughs> that's not what this is for. Lunacy, right? So trust me. I, I, if it was yeah. there, I would have been infuriated. Then I'm thinking River Forest. Oh, Park River Forest. That that's sense. what I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah. I'll go with it. Yeah, and we did. I, I was on this thing called the Bronco Bob Comedy Show, and it was just skits that this uh, Robert Elanese oh. wrote them. And oh my God, Bob Elanese! Bob Elanese, you don't know. <laughs> Believe me, I know Bob Allen. Seriously? I worked one day as a mobile DJ for Bob Allen. Ah, he had a DJ company. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yes. Bob that used to come to our record crazy. store. Holy shit. That's crazy. That's and why just one day? I didn't care for it. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I didn't. And uh, other things weigh into this. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, but that's amazing. You know, Bob, he, he does movies now. I've been in them. You're kidding me. I have been in them. So then you know. I do know. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's, come on. Look at that's crazy. This is that genuine is, I'm excitement. shocked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very shocked. A guy named Robert Elliott. Yeah. Robert. He has a movie coming out June 29th that I made oh, called does. Heavens to Betsy. And it's a faith-based film. And I will be honest, I wasn't going to do it. And he sent me the script. And I, I said, there's just the timing. There's just no way I can do this. Then I read it. And it was a really sweet script. And you found the time. And I was like, dude, I have these days. If. We can get me there, shoot me out, and these three, four days, I'll do it. Yeah, so I haven't seen it, but it comes but out look June at, well, What I love about this is that you have been loyal to Bob Alanese for 35 years, 40 years. Well, I hadn't seen him for 30 of them. Okay. And then, and he, then he reached out. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he and his wife, Carol, did you know Carol? I knew Carol very well. Yeah. Carol DJed my dad's wedding. Seriously. Yes. yes. Wow, funny. I love Carol. Yes. Carol's a sweetheart. Uh, I think, yeah, it was her. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably. It, wow, small world. Very bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. Uh, all right, now, and we'll get back to your growing up. Yeah. Your QTV show, sir. Okay, well, I had uh, both, you know, uh, Quincy and uh, Quantum Leap. And then I thought, hmm, is Jimmy a smart man? Oh. Is he wise? <laughs> is he, I don't know, coherent? And... Uh, I came up with nothing on the, any of those. <laughs> right. I came up with zero. Fair so uh, I'm going to go with quads. Quads? It's, it's a 
But it's like you went out of your way not to get the money. <laughs> I thought you really wanted this. <laughs> you made a big stick on there that you wanted this money. It doesn't exist. Oh, okay. I've heard of the, no, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. I think you're going to say Quincy. That's I had Quincy and I had Quantum Leap. You got two Quincy, but Quincy two was Quincy. my first thought. So I'm going to go with. They always say on the test, if you don't know the answer, go with your first thought. Right, so Quincy. That, Quincy this is great because either way, Jimmy's going to give away you're, ten dollars. You're paying money. It's not a guess. It's money. No. <laughs> well, all right. So you you had three or you four I, if we include Queer Eye for the straight right. Guy. So you want to know what my, the other one that you guys haven't said? Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a recent show. Just say it. <laughs> I'm going to quote my friend fun. Matt Bone. That oh, I'll, what is it? It's, get, a, it's I, a recent show. It's a recent show that begins with Q. Yeah, it's in, it's. I think it's still may, running. If it's if it isn't, it, it, it was canceled last season. Uh, it is a spy show. Oh, you know it. What is it, girl? No, it's Quantico. It. Yeah. Oh, oh Quantico. Quantico. Oh, with the sexy FBI. Oh, goodness, yeah, yes. Yeah, know. it's very sexy FBI. Oh, Good my answer, God. Though. Yeah. I want to jerk off to the commercials of that. <laughs> goodness gracious. Show. Yeah, where was she in that hearing today? <laughs> <laughs> Even the, and the dudes. Everybody on that show. Oh, they're all ripped and beautiful, beautiful and makeup and the whole deal. Right? I got to look at Comey's? I mean, who wouldn't do Comey? Oh, oh, anyway, so the quantum, <laughs> you said it was the quantum. He is a tall man. What was the? Six, uh, eight. Striking. Six, eight. It is funny to look at him in pictures, though. <laughs> He's a giant, yeah. and there's all these little right. people. <laughs> yeah, him shaking Trump's hand, and I think yeah, a lot of people have said this, but that's that's the real reason Trump fired him. He is that what? Yeah. Could not stand to have a taller man yeah, shaking. He, he his is hand. Gulliver. Yeah, exactly. Gulliver. Uh, so now, how do we find out if we win this? Well, money I tell or not? you, he's, gonna, he's written it down ahead uh, of time. Because nope, you know, the, five bucks that gets me a uh, Boston Market. Double like if if you go on a day they give a half price meal the next so mm-hmm. I could uh, that could be a meal okay yeah what did he put he put quads I can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his Quincy yeah Quincy yeah it's the yeah. O- I, it's literally the only one I could think of wow. so who do I owe Garen and Jim and Jim. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to have you donate that my five dollars. Yeah, it's, okay, you got it. Yeah, it's to uh, Elliot. <laughs> what? Why does he get? It? I just feel like he needs it. Now maybe it's the clothing, way. maybe it's the, <laughs> the sad uh, stories, the stories. I feel like he needs it. I don't. So I want my five to go to Elliot. All right. You know I'm not going to do that, <laughs> and, and I won't accept it either. Who's got change for a twenty? Does anybody have change for a twenty? Uh, All right, no. so I'll owe you five. Uh, no, I just have a five. All right, Jim. I'll and if Elliot won't take it, he, it to his favorite charity. All right. Um, all right. That's favorite. And if I'm still, it's still the Jimmy Pardo uh, project. <laughs> yes, the Jimmy Pardo project. That's correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we're all good. We're all squared away. We're all squared away. I think you should give that to Eric Trump's cancer fund. <laughs> See, I think they're doing good things. He's <laughs> <laughs> a good guy. Oh, uh, Eric is a good one, uh, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, how you doing, Dad? And I tell you, he's not creepy at all. Not at all. No, some people are creepy. They right. just are. He's not that one guy. of them. No, he's not one of them. No, he's not. He's absolutely just a regular dude. Yeah. Dude, nice. Dad. Both of those kids are real I nice. Great really today, nice dads. <laughs> hey, what do you think, Don Jr.? I think so, Eric. And did you see Donald Jr. was oh, live tweeting? Oh, and, amazing. And, and what I love, you know, I have I, the only thing that makes me survive this Trump nightmare because I will not call him the P word under any circumstance. He's either forty-five or Trump to me. Um, he loved and still does celebrity. He loved being around it. He loved being in rooms with just. A-listers, 
that doesn't happen in his world anymore. As a matter of fact, he's not welcome. Right. He can't go. Because believe me, I he has shown up at SNL after parties. And you've been there? Where people are like, what the fuck is he doing here again? <laughs> he loves celebrity. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah. He don't like the people who voted for him. He doesn't want to have a drink with those people. No. He wants nothing to do with those people. So I do love that his life is ruined in that aspect, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that that helps. Did he me. have to ruin all our lives at the, in the well? I, unfortunately, <laughs> but I think because he's so delusional, I think he thought, well, once I'm it, everyone comes around, yeah, and the inauguration yeah. will be this. Wow, they'll all be there. Angelina and Brad, will, they'll, <laughs> they'll stay married, and everything will just be wonderful because I'm president. And uh, that did not happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, though he did have the girl who won the voice uh, at yeah. his inauguration, yeah. and I can say the girl because I don't know her name. So yeah. that was his A-lister. Right. So her. God bless him. Um, so I, that does help me a little because mm-hmm. I know it kills him. And for him to say, "Oh, I don't want nothing to do with the show," but your whole life has been bless you. Wow. All right. Wow. I, that's that screams a Zika. <laughs> Just so you know, I know my sneezes. I would not be standing. I'd be getting to somewhere. I'd get that look. I'd be getting to somewhere. I would not be sitting here. So, uh, sorry, Jimmy. You had to be here on the day when I get back and Jimmy had mad with my Zika. Wow. Yeah, that was a bad Zika. No, but you know what I'm saying? He, uh, he, it's killing him. Yeah. That they hate him. Even though he can't admit that because right. that's not what he does. Right. But it kills him. But I'm such a child. Literally, this is. I'm not proud of this, but it happened. I guess three weeks ago or something. I was in New York. I'm walking down Fifth Avenue and realize where I'm at. I'm walking because the only thing that even caught my eye was uh, SWAT teams are around the uh, thing. I walked by with my finger in the air as if that was going to change <laughs> one fucking thing with what's happening. Right. I'm, I'll show you. <laughs> but I did, and I I, think, some, yeah. I somehow felt okay. It's got to happen every day, right? I mean, it must happen. Not from day. a television star, but uh, <laughs> that's or me. Hey, yeah, that word star, right? I think right after the election, that was the, on Hollywood Boulevard. There was yeah. tons of pictures on Instagram and Twitter of just people giving the finger to the but yeah. again, his star not on the Walk of Fame of a TV star doing it. Yeah, right. You know, I, I know. I know. This is, this is a whole new level. It's, it's a whole new. It's, <laughs> unpre- it's absolutely unprecedented. I got a you know a tweet, a text of something from someone on social media saying, you know. Um, you don't understand. I know you're, you're not uh, in favor of, of him, but um, he found Jesus during the campaign. And I, and I, you know, you can't engage because, but I did. Oh. And I said, Oh, how did, what do you mean? She goes, um, he was born again during the campaign. So all of his, this is what she's saying to me. It was a woman and all of his former sins are forgiven. Uh, I said, okay, uh, great. And I said, now, since this has happened, how often does he go to, church or a, a religious thing and she goes every week so of course i could do some googling blah 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 and i said just so you know he's never been to a church since the inauguration check your facts and she wrote back and she goes i did not know that but i think you're wrong oh so i hope she did look it up yeah and at least realize everything he said was a lie everything's a lie everything so even this comey shit today because it's going to be he said he said who are you gonna believe? Well, even even if you're a Trump supporter, you know that he's a liar, and so you know, you know. And my but the best thing because I haven't heard all of it because I've been <laughs> I, I do lots of interviews. I'm we all over like, the place. Junkets, <laughs> that sort of thing. Traveling junkets, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no, but I'm hearing what I can in the car between, and 
he literally said, Lordy, let there be tapes. Yes. Yeah. He wants Trump to release any tapes yeah. he's got. Now, no, when oh someone God. says that, yeah. they got nothing to hide. They got nothing. They got no, nothing I, to hide. hide. I like, I have tapes out there I do not want released. <laughs> and if anyone's listening who has them, I will sue you. I do not want them released. <laughs> Are you talking about season two of The Office? Uh, not The Office. Mother <laughs> wow. The bit doesn't work when you fuck it up, no, it does doesn't. it? No, it no. doesn't. <laughs> so mad at myself, I'm going to hit my, the tips of my fingertips. <laughs> Jim O'Hare is with us. The middleman comes uh, comes out this. Uh, he came out this past weekend. Eight cities worldwide. And um, now, Jim, you now you said you uh, you did your research on me as well. Yeah. Now was that on? That was off the air. I think it was off the air. Off the air. So yeah. you, we are in the same circles. But do you know how far back those circles go? I do. My how friend. far? You tell you me. You know a Pat and Betty Murray. Yes, I do. I bet you do. That's. Ex- I was wondering if you remember a little place called. The Roxy. Roxy. What did I say at lunch today? Yeah. On Fullerton. Yep. Yep. The you were, Roxy. You were in White Noise. White Noise was my comedy group, yes. And I would do stand-up yes. comedy there. Uh, I saw you there. I saw Andy Dick. Yep. Um, Judy Tenuto, Emo Phillips. Uh, it was, in its day, the place. Yes, it was. It really was, in its day. And unfortunately... No longer, but you know, I still am, I'm in contact with Pat and Betty. As Are a matter really? of fact, when we had the Chicago premiere of Middleman, they were there. Oh, nice, awesome! They're the they started it. They gave our my little comedy troupe uh, a place to perform, and without that, what do you have? You know. Yeah. So I love them, and uh, yeah. So I know you were there, and not too long ago, we have the shared same feature film experience we wait that can't be oh does he God. does he look into oh the andy dick story the andy dick no 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 oh not did that you get, did you cut, cut oh i have from? a million of those yes <laughs> uh what's that were you cut from dream girls were you covered were you also cut from dream girls were you really yes i've done one acting job in my life and i got cut from it no you did another what did i do godfather green bay no not too long i'm gonna say two years ago what well i'm in the new black i'm in black cat the I don't know what that independent is. Independent film, Peter Pardini directed. Oh, nice. Uh, Chicago. No. Uh, what are you talking uh, about? Uh, Give the, me a the, hint. The lead of the film, uh, like Elliot, sounds like he did did a crowdfunding campaign, hmm. made a movie. I've, I've been He's in two a competitor movie. of yours on a podcast for podcast. Oh, I wasn't in that. I was a voiceover. You were in it. <laughs> the Adam Carolla wrote. Yes, wrote hard. hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even. You're, you're credited. We're both credited. I'm going to tell you something. That, that was the equivalent of getting cut out of a movie. <laughs> they nicely left, I think, by the end of me saying one sentence as a VO. I don't believe I said how much. I <laughs> no. believe what I said All right, you're right. was that we're both in the same film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's a difference between you being in a film and me being in <laughs> a film uh it is i said at lunch today i said i wonder if jim no remembers uh, uh i don't know you probably had to be reminded that we were at the roxy at the same time i mean yeah i will and that's okay no 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 no. they said i mean you're doing jimmy pardo's podcast I, there's this thing uh, have you, do you guys up? have the interweb we do he uses something over there we yeah. don't know how um, he does it but i don't know how he does it <laughs> i don't know how it works either but i have an assistant who does oh and it says in there the and, the and that interweb it said that yes yeah. it does uh it does yeah no but the roxy was i have nothing but oh. it was uh, walsh and besser and well yes yes did you know uh like kevin um uh Irvick? Irvick? yes Kevin Irvick married my ex-girlfriend, Carla. Really? Mm-hmm. They, and they met at the Roxy. Wow. 
Oh, yes. that's crazy. Or no, they met at their house. They're still together, I believe. They're still together with three kids. Yeah, babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin never went into the biz. I was surprised. He was crazily funny, was I he, thought. Did it surprise you? Because I, cause I just saw Keith Srutowski, who Keith was in that. Keith, oh my God. I have a, well, I won't repeat it, but I have a really funny Keith story. I'll tell you off the air. Oh, great. I look forward to hearing it. Yeah. Uh, I just saw, he lives in Lexington. Keith does. Ah. So I saw him, and I was just saying again that of all of us, yeah. From the Roxy. And, and, and there was a gaggle of talented people. Yes. That he was the one that was like, well, you know who's going to be the star? Kevin yeah. Irvick. I, that's and what he I would have thought. didn't even go didn't into pursue it. it. Didn't pursue I it. I think the girl. I think he fell in love. And I think it became important and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, uh, Matt Walsh, they were all, what was it? Under, uh, the Department of Works. The Department of Works. <laughs> uh, Tony Boswell. Remember Tony? Tony's in my fantasy baseball league. Well, there we go. Tony Boswell. Like, and, you do remember and, it all, yes. And Tony's doing stand-up, right? He still does stand-up. And he's great. Well, there good you stand-up. go. So he's doing stand-up. Uh, no, it was a great team of people. We, uh, uh, like I said, Matt Walsh, who's now Veep and, you know, works nonstop. So, no, the Chicago contingent was strong. Specifically that Roxy, because to yeah. me what was neat about it was, because this kind of came up at lunch too, it, it wasn't like uh, Groundlings, Second City, Separation. There was like, while we may have all been in those, uh, like in the stand-up Classes. world, or, we all came to the Roxy is our own gaggle of misfits. Yes. And then we'd go back to our worlds, but then on Thursday nights, or you guys had it. We every, did Friday, Saturday, yeah, two yeah, nights no, a I, week. I you know? Thursdays and Sundays, but you, you guys go. had the prime spot. But, uh, <laughs> You did say it. You told me at lunch that that the, your your group was like the king. You were the kings of that place. They were. Well, here's what I will say. We, uh, myself, Ned Crowley, who wrote and directed Middleman. Okay. I mean, we are all still. Are you guys all still? Who else was in White uh, Noise? White uh, Ned Crowley, Patrick Cannon, Megan Moore, Burns, Ruth Novak, and uh, Jeff Johnson. Ruth, I had dinner with two nights ago in Chicago. Right. Uh, Ned wrote and directed Middleman. Mm-hmm. Pat is the reason I have a career because he wrote a play called Stumpy's Gang in Chicago that was so fucked, wonderfully <laughs> fucked, like blood and guts and puppets and and this big <laughs> vagina thing that just comes out at the end with this big clitoris which i still believe is a myth <laughs> Wait, I, think, I think you just figured out what a raised mound is <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you everyone. wow wow i bow to that because yes. it was very good and callback and we all know that's how comedy is oh, done. very important yeah. callback uh so we did this play and it, we did it in chicago and it became kind of this cult crazy cult thing and they would be lined up dressed as my character outside the door. So we thought, man, we've always, you know, everyone, L.A., the Mecca, you know, should we try L.A.? So Pat and I and Ned bring out Stumpy's Gang, and it became kind of a cult show here. Okay. And it changed everything for me because instead of me fighting and begging to get agents or representation, they came to, it became the show to see. Hmm. They saw the show. And then I had people doing things for me. Right. So, you know, to get me auditions and yeah, stuff, yeah, which yeah. changes everything. But, yeah, we were – our group, um, We for the time, we did kind of some revolutionary stuff, which now no one would think anything of. But at the time, like we did a play called The Book of Blanche where at one point we would run off the stage as we ran off – our characters would pop up onto a screen as a cartoon, right? And then run off the because they even built a second second little stage for okay. us on the off to the side and built this little ramp in between. So for the time, it was uh, different, mm-hmm. and so then that word got out, you know. So, but I give uh, Ned Crowley and Pat Cannon all the credit for that because they were the brains behind it. And then, do you know Christine Zander? I know the name. She wrote for SNL for many years, and then Third Rock from the works nonstop. She directed us a bunch. She was married to Mark Nutter, Friends of the Zoo. Do you remember that group at all? Maybe. Genius. I drank a lot in the Gen- 90s. Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 
Yeah. Anyway, um, no, but it, she's uh, she was with us. So uh, it was, you know, magical time. I mean, really a magical time. And so many times i driven by there and it's gone, you know, of course. And now the building's gone, I believe. Oh, is that true? The I whole... believe the building is now. It was for many years just something else. But I'm pretty sure the building's gone. It was now. like the hog's head or something like that. It became. It was. Weird... Yeah, I think you're right. But I, I believe the building's gone. And ah, that was a like, bummer. Damn. Because but... it was. There was you couldn't wait to get to the Roxy after like exactly. if, as I said, we would do sets around in Rosemont or the Funny Firm or the Improv and then when you're done we all would go to the Roxy afterwards on Thursday nights yeah. and then on Sundays and yeah. we'd avoid you guys on the weekends too crowded yeah yeah but uh, <laughs> the jealous stuff no and you know you get one your 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 pay at the Roxy was one free beer for your performance wow. so that shows over you get your beer which of course then leads to. Ten more that you're paying for. Yeah. So he'd never be like my dad would be like because my dad never understood what I did. He was a, a pipe cover. So he, you go to work, you come home, you take care of your family, you make a living, and da da da. And he'd go, wait, so you work because I'd work all day downtown to make money to live. He goes, so you do that, and then you go and work these shows for free in theater. And I go, yeah. I said no, kind of lose money <laughs> because you help with sets and building and all this other crap. Um, so it, it, it's, it was a crazy life, but I look at those as some of the very, very oh, best yeah. days. No question. Absolutely some of the best days. Did you go to the VU as well? The after- Are you kidding me? Yeah, okay. We took classes at, uh, what was it, Players, Players Workshop, Workshop of the Second City. Yeah. There you go. Who was in your class? Anyone I would know? Uh, one guy that ended up doing the ER, the, the comedy ER play. Remember the the comedy version of ER? I do, yeah, uh, but I don't know who was. It was uh, Fareed, not Fareed, Fareed something. What year did you graduate? Did you do your uh, your big show? I went there in well, I only went for a summer in eighty six. We did our show in eighty six, April of eighty six. We did our grad show. Wow, we were we were touching each other's fame right then and there. Judy Morgan was my uh, Judy Morgan, yeah, yeah. Um, of the Eichberg uh, Eichberg of the. Um, Forsberg family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Josephine, right? Josephine's her... gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Doug Vogel. Remember Doug Vogel? I do. There you go. Yeah, David. I was only going to go back as far as the Roxy. Yeah, David okay. Murphy. Going way back. <laughs> How bizarre. Yeah. So neat. I. It, it, You're younger than me, though, right? Like, I'm 38. You're what? <laughs> I'm older than you. I'm 42, then. Oh, uh, okay. Well, no, I'm yeah. 55. You're... I'm younger than you. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Now. Uh, that's fascinating. Because I, I had not... It didn't occur to me... So one day, Matt Walsh, who I'm still, you know, we're still great friends after yeah. all these years, but he was You he was should on hear what he show. says about you, but go ahead. Oh, is it bad things? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's right. Let's just say you wouldn't have said that last sentence if you know. <laughs> We're on this very show, and he was talking about you, and I said, oh, that guy's great. And he goes, well, you know him. I go, I do not know the guy that plays Jerry. And he goes, it's Jim from White Noise. And you got to be shitting me. And it was like, that guy, and I, even back then, this is years ago. Yeah. If I, but then ever since then, it's like, well, we got to get Jim on the show. And then for, you're all, you're, you don't stop working. Thankfully, I've been lucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a line that Matt said, this is so, it makes no, you guys won't even get this, but there was, the Department of Works did some show, and Matt dressed up as a woman in this line that my group constantly, when we see him say, as well as when we're just together laughing, he did something, you know, he's always had the damn mustache, so, and he's the woman, and, and there's it's some skit they're doing, and he just goes, ooh, mama's going to sing, and there's just something <laughs> right. about the thought of him doing that, and then, of course, he sang, and, yeah, they, oh, mama's going to sing, oh, 
killed, killed. Oh my god! Yeah, fun people. What a really, joy. really, really, yeah. really. And they were and, and and the staff, the oh, the, the daughter uh, uh, Kim Murray, and and uh, I see them. Uh, uh, Sean Murray, one of the daughters, was in town. She, we had lunch together. Just good people, and they were supportive. Like, oh. and, and if you didn't, it, like, we would do a, our Sunday with the, uh, we did a residency there on a Sunday. Yeah. And if if one week only nine people showed up, we'd be like, we're so sorry. Like, we don't care. Mm-mm. You guys, this is a playground for you guys. Exactly. This is for you guys to get a following and to get good, and you know, just keep coming back. And and they also would hold. I don't know if you ever knew this. They would hold Thanksgiving and Christmases. If you didn't have a place to go, you went to the Murrays. They truly were just. These warm, open people. Wow. That being said, if you screwed up, Betty would be the first one to say, you little fucker, you mess around like that again, I'll kick your ass out of here. Right? But with love. You know you know that yeah, type yeah, of yeah, hard, yeah. hard ass, but not hard ass for your benefit yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. How love it, love great. It. What yeah. a joy. Where did you go to high school? I'm not comfortable with you knowing that, Jim. <laughs> wow. But, uh, okay. Oak Forest. I went to Oak Forest High School. And you graduated. Yeah, fun. oh, good for you. Same high school. Yeah, I, que- <laughs> yes. I, I question that. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, no, no. I mean, life is strange. You never, you know. You, well, you think, never know. You're you, right. You meet someone, you think, well, that person couldn't have got past sixth grade, and now look at you're a high school graduate. Yeah, do the best I can. Just trying to get by <laughs> with the rest of us in these Trumpian times, Jim. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. Okay, am I? Yes. Question. Um, um, uh, just your thoughts. Is there any chance? He will not get through this presidency. Uh, do you think he? Do you think it's just going to drag, and, and this nightmare is just going to continue for four years? Or do you think there's you, a way? You think that yeah. to get out? I would. I, I live every day thinking it's the last day. I know. Until, well, you think grabbing years. the pussy is the last day, yeah. and then you think the Russians is the last day. So there's been a million last days yep. that have been the last days for millions of others, for others in previous lifetimes who didn't survive. I mean, Gary Hart was on a boat with a chick <laughs> and lost everything. I mean, on a boat. Howard Dean squeaked his voice for a yes, second. <laughs> and he was out. He's out. We have a crazy man who's grabbing pussies and blame me. Yeah, locker room talk. You know what locker room talk is? Man, did you see the tits on that chick? That's locker room talk. Not sexual assault. Right. Gra- you, no one goes, oh, I'll tell you, I walked up to this chick, she didn't know me, and I grabbed her <laughs> pussy. No, that is not locker room talk. No, it sounds like Rodney Dangerfield doing locker room talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I walked over, I saw her twat, and I grabbed it. <laughs> that was a big bite. Were you thinking yeah. the same thing? No, but that's perfect. No, I gotta tell you. My genius, I'm so, I'm such a genius, I don't even know what I'm going into uh, impersonation. <laughs> right? Uh, now, let's check in with, uh, with our, uh, he's our political expert, Elliot Hope. Really? Hoper. We're going to go back? Well, he, <laughs> he seemed like he gave me the Kilroy uh, eyebrows. You might have a thought yeah, of Well, I mean, sure. and we've, we've talked about this, but the only way Trump's going is if he decides to go. If he just decides, you know, Jim is talking about how he's not happy because he's not getting to rub noses with the celebrities. Everything's harder than he thought it would be. He can't just tell people what to do the way he wanted to. That's the only way is he maybe somebody pushes him out, but more likely he just kind of goes, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gone. And do you think he will do because, you know, he'll come up with some reasoning some first that oh, will make course. him look like the king of the world. <laughs> sure. uh, do you think he'll do it or do you think we're here for four years? Well, I don't know. He seems he seems pretty resilient with the BS that's been thrown at him so far, but it's so early. No, but when you're saying about him wanting out, do that, you think he only... wants out? Yeah. I oh. think we see it on his face all the time. Follow up. Yeah. And legit follow up, not yes. the could you stop talking follow up. <laughs> okay. Follow up. Uh, do they do, do the, does the GOP run somebody uh, think about running something somebody against him uh, in twenty twenty? 
That's tough. Like, is, Mark, is Marco no. Rubio positioned himself to? Oh well, like he could have today and yesterday because he actually yesterday. I'll be fair to him; he was great yesterday. Mm. Uh, today, he could have positioned himself to be like, "Hey, this guy's fuck. It's a sinking ship. I'm going to look like the mm-hmm. hero, and even if it lasts to 2020, go, hey, you don't want this guy. He's a disaster. I can deliver prompt real thing. Like, yeah. no, I know I'm kind of well, talking here's in, the scatter no, step. In, individuals will, I'm sure, run. But the GOP has demonstrated that they all they care about is getting their agenda through, and they've got they've got all the tools necessary. They don't care who's president in order to do that. But so. then why not get rid of this guy and have Mike Pence run it if that's the case? Yeah. Not that again, as we always say, that's no better. We know he's evil as well. He's all that. Here's here's what I say about that. Uh, Trump is in my mind mentally ill, and I'm not saying that oh he's crazy, but I feel he's right. truly someone who would be diagnosed mentally ill. Pence is morally. Ill, morally corrupt, but he's not mentally mm-hmm. ill. Uh, I feel for the mentally ill, and they need help, but they don't need to be running our country. Right? You know what I'm saying? They I need do. to be on whatever meds they need to help them out. Uh, so, as far as Pence goes, uh, I would prefer it, even though people are like it's going to be the same. No, 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 it won't be the same. It would not be the it same. It would not be the same. And I wouldn't be happy, but I would be much happier than when the situation we're in now. Is it possible that the Republican Party feels they they've always felt that they can? manipulate trump because he doesn't actually give a shit about policy whereas they're maybe a little afraid of pence because he's uh, basically a religious zealot like he you know maybe he'd be harder to control and to do the things they want to do so they're like and and not to mention that it's a, it's a huge black mark on the on the republican party if a guy gets is resigns or is impeached. you say the religious zealot but i i had heard from a very uh, good source that uh, trump found god uh, <laughs> right. I mean, really? about that. So he goes to mass every week. Every yeah. week he goes. That's what I heard. I, that. I, that I don't know if you heard this, I but there's, look a, that there's up. a golf course on the ninth hole of his. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, yes. There's, there's a church. I'm sorry. There's a church yeah, on the ninth. You, you screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that thing that we all applauded earlier? No. Forget it's those days. Forget those days. You said he was on the office. You're not clean. Yeah. You are. You are not clean. Come on. We all thought that Parks and Rec was the office in season one. We all thought it was. I was hoping it was, and it turned out to be just. I love it. It was my favorite uh, sitcom for the time. Well, you know, I will be honest. I do tell people when they're getting new to parks, I'll say, here's what you do. Begin season two. Go back to season one because there's some amazing stuff. Yes. But you know what happened was we didn't do a pilot. Uh, Amy had just come off of SNL and having a baby, and things were crazy. So NBC said, just make six of them. We'll shoot until June, whatever you can get in. They got six of them in. So there was not that time to figure out what worked, what didn't work. Mm, They never wanted... She was never meant to be Michael Scott. That was never the intention. It was coming across like that. Yeah. And so then you have time now. We have the summer, and then they fix it. Yeah. So I would say start season two, but go back to season one because there's some great moments. Number one, you're introduced to Chris Pratt. And if for no other reason, uh, you have to go back because he's (laughs) in a pit. He's living in a pit. (laughs) Right. And, uh, and, you know, he was just going to recur for six and be done. That was the plan. And then Mike Shore was like, how the hell is this guy not on someone else's show? He's not? Well, then he's on ours. Uh-huh. And then he was uh, he was made a regular. How's he doing now? Is he okay? <laughs> oh, God. I heard he lost some weight. Is there yeah. any truth to that? I heard he was up for the mummy and didn't get it. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I heard, you heard some... I asked him. Well, I shouldn't repeat that. Well, 
he cuts my lawn on Wednesday. I throw him in the box. <laughs> oh, so for you. He's got a wife. He's got a kid. Yeah. Nice like the rest of us have kind of skyrocketed. And uh, yeah, he's uh, and he doesn't make him a bad guy. No. Just not as talented. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I yeah. try to help out where I can. We, I, he tries to talk to me. I'm like, eh, we don't need to do that. <laughs> but we can certainly, I can certainly, we don't need to touch the same money, but I can put an envelope. I can mm-hmm. slide it. Right. I can slide that 20 out the door. I see. And then close the drape, and then he can absolutely pick it up. Yeah. So, because we're buddies, you're, it sounds like so. It. Really, that's you're a how good that person. Is. You are. A good uh, person. I will say, in all seriousness, there is nobody better. Have you bet nobody better? Have you had a chance to uh, talk with them? Or I did a thing or? for Conan. Uh, called, I used to do the uh, some uh, behind the scene interviews for yeah. the website, and Chris did one of them. The best, and we had fun. He's. The, uh, him and Anna, his wife, and their little boy Jack. He said, "You know, the the cast still we text constantly. We we haven't been able to break away, but he sent a video the other day of his kid, which I'm not even going to repeat what it is. I could show you guys off the air. I won't even repeat what it is because it's his to either put out there or not. But oh my god, adorable! Yeah, adorable." Yeah, yeah. Good people. Good for yeah. him. Good people. I'm glad, no, no, no. I'm glad his kid's great too, Jim. No, I will tell you this: when he got Guardians, because he fought for that, there was everybody in town was up for it, and he initially didn't get it, and then oh. some other stuff went down, and he went back, and he got it. I remember Nick and I; we literally had like water, and our our eyes were moist because we were so. Like, there's, it would never even you know because the actors a lot of times are jealous of other actors and stuff. But it was like, oh my god, does this man deserve this? Good because he works so hard, and 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 mostly he's. A, just a good guy. He's a good person. You know, like, Matt, I don't know, have known him long. Probably not a great person. Not as good as Chris, certainly. Certainly no, not as good. I mean, is he good him. at all? He's or? decent. Is he decent? Okay. I don't know you, Matt, so I'm just saying what I'm, you I know. Mean, no, you're right. Your instincts are, again, I'm seeing are the pompadour. On. I'm seeing the shorts. You know, I'm basing it on that. The, yeah. The weird yeah. stripes. Um, too, so that's stripes, what I'm going off of. Pretty standard. <laughs> <laughs> you're defending the stripes. I mean, I, Everything I, else you're okay You're fine with it. I, I was with you up until the stripes. Yeah. The stripes are two stripes. Kind of unimpeachable. No, but he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. Right. And actually, uh, the the thing about parks, uh, people like you know, was it time to end it? And it was time, as far as Amy had always said, she doesn't want us to be forced out. She wants us to go out because it's t- we would say it's time to go out rather than people going. Is that damn thing still on? So other, but, you know, people like you know, were you, were you ready? I was ready only because it, she was right. Mm-hmm. But as far as leaving those people, no. You don't want to go. No. Oh, my God. There's shit on this internet, this interweb thing that uh, balling like babies. I mean, because, you know, when you when you wrap a show, even if you guest star, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap on Jim O'Hare for the episode of whatever, whatever. And that's uh, Jimmy Pardo, man, blah, blah, blah. They do all that. The last day, we're all standing there, and they waited. And then they begin. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap on Chris Pratt. Sobbing. Mm-hmm. No, not a rap. That's a series rap. Ah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a series rap in Retta. Ladies and gentlemen, a series rap in Aubrey Plaza. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jim O'Hare. I mean, it was just like, stop this. <laughs> I can't take anymore. And then we just huddled. We yeah. just got into a big huddle and just... Yeah, crazy. crazy. But we lo- I loved it. My wife and I loved it. And I, did th- I feel like it came through. I mean, it, the show was so well written and it so funny. So well but, written. But the but the the family like the the love came through on the Absolutely. show, which is which is it unique, had that right? which is unique. It, yeah. it reminded yeah. me of, like uh, go back to, like the Dick Van Dyke show or mm-hmm. something where you actually believed. All those people spent time together. Yes, they, you know, oh, the, oh, the neighbors are over. Of course they are. They live right next <laughs> exactly. door. Right. Well, even the couple weeks before it ended, even before a couple weeks, we were all trying to do each other's house. Like as a group, knowing it was all winding down mm. because it just didn't seem like it could possibly be winding down. And then Amy, 
oh, I hated her this night because she her book was coming out and she'd written something about each one of us in her book. And so she we're all in her backyard and she said, well, I'm going to have a very Leslie Nope moment and I would like to read to each one of you what I wrote. Oh, no. <laughs> Mother fucker. <laughs> so it starts and Nick's like... Well, there's a lot of pollen outside in the air, you know, and then one after the other. And, of course, she's kind and loving and gracious in her words. And anyway, so, yeah, it was a, it was a tough show to wrap. It was a I've been on shows where it's like, bye-bye. <laughs> Jim, we're going to. No, no, I know. Bye-bye. <laughs> we need you to. You can send me that. You got my address. Right. Uh, this was not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, we were lucky. And lucky, uh, lucky, uh, what lucky. is, before we, uh, uh, well, we've got a little time, but middleman is what? Yeah. Walk us through what Middleman is. Oh, Middleman is about a guy, Lenny Freeman, who has been raised uh, in a single household, just him and his mom. I'm guessing Lenny, he's an incredible innocent. So I'm guessing virgin at 50. Matt, I'm guessing you're working your way toward that. <laughs> Look at that. That's um, unfair. That's unfair. No, Those are standard no. stripes. Yeah. <laughs> Those are, you can't. It's unfair, Jim. You can't, you can't keep the pussy away with these wow. stripes. Wow. Oh, I think you can. And, but if they come close, you know what you do, right? You grab them. You grab it. Right. There you go. Uh, no, say so he's a very innocent man, and he's a CPA. Well, uh, his world was his mother, and so at the very top of the film, she dies. And their thing together was they loved comedy, and they loved Abbott and Costello and Stiller and Mira and uh, uh, what's the puppet, Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, the old classics, you know, um, Burns and Allen. So they would learn these bits together and they would do them. And, and his mother always said, oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. You could be a comedy comedian. So the mom dies and he loses everything because the house was in her name and she owed the government money. So the only thing he has left is 1952 olds. So he quits his job as a CPA. He's so innocent that, like, at the top of the film, he's leaving his job, and he says to the woman who's there, and he goes, you know, I'm so sad, you know, that we never got a chance to go out on a date because you were always busy or had relatives in town. <laughs> like, he never got, you know what I mean? He just believed her. That's right. what she told him, yeah. and that's what he believed. Yeah. For all the years they've worked together, she could never find <laughs> never There was always a relative, <laughs> right. or she was busy, you know. So he heads to, there's a big stand up standoff competition in Vegas and Monty Guy is the kind of Johnny Carson, David Letterman of the world at this in this world. And so he's gonna go there and he's gonna be a comedian, he's gonna be a big success. Because he literally says this, he's walking out of his CPA office, watch me on TV and he just thinks that's gonna happen. So he heads off and uh he makes one horrible, horrible mistake and picks up a hitchhiker. A guy played by Andrew J. West from Walking Dead and uh it's a horrible mistake. He's so innocent, and um, this the hitch becomes kind of his manager. He because he says to him, he goes, "Well, you've you've performed for people, right?" And I'm like, "On a stage? No, 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 no." And so he's going to get me up there. And we're going to so I bomb terribly, uh, and then things start happening. Bodies start piling up, and as the bodies pile up, the funnier I become. Okay. So I'm literally performing drenched in blood every performance in the. People think I'm doing a bit. Uh-huh. They think it's an act, so it's getting huge laughs, but it's not. And some people were like, well, you know, when you were doing those, did you have to think about stand-ups? And I said, no, no, no. The only time I had to think about being a stand-up was in the first scene I did as a stand-up doing bad material. Otherwise, I was just coming from the view of I was relating a story. I, so I just came from that, you yeah. know, acting-wise. And uh, so it really comes down to what is the price you'll pay for fame because it gets crazy. Uh, it's a bloodbath. It's dark. It's funny. Uh, Josh McDermott is in Also Walking Dead. He plays Eugene. Uh, Annie Dudek, who's 
from House and a million other shows. That poor girl had to lay underneath to me for three hours one night in the desert. Uh, but the pill wore off and I had to leave. But uh, no, but as far as the filming goes, hey. um, you know, because you know, I never get the love interest. I'm always the wacky fat neighbor who mm-hmm. trips and whatever, whatever. And you know, so God bless her. She literally was underneath me for three hours in the desert mm-hmm. one night shooting that scene. Uh, but it's a really, uh, we couldn't be prouder of it. And then, like I said, Ned Crowley wrote it and directed. He wrote this for me over 10 years ago. Couldn't do anything with it. We had no power. And then Parks happened. Gave me a little uh, notoriety. And then people came to him and said, if you can get O'Hare, we'll do this. And next thing you know, we're in the desert. Fat man in the desert. 107 <laughs> degrees. Wow. Not good. No. No, not good. There was one day, and I say this with, uh, from the bottom of my heart, sitting in the car. Windows are rolled up. Me and Andy in the front seat. Director. Uh, a sound guy and DP in the back and I truly had a moment of I'm dying like I, I like yeah this will be it this is this is where I'll die and then they'll say oh he died doing what he loved how nice <laughs> I truly thought it was 107 outside because of sound all the windows are rolled up flop Jesus. sweating yeah Ugh. Oh, what I do for my crap. Oh, look who's back. Wow. <laughs> Rodney's back. Rodney's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we're really proud of this film. Right. We, we, our first, uh, our, our dream was just to be accepted into a film festival maybe at some point. So to have a beer afterward. And um, so Seattle Film Festival this past year, we got invited and I was shooting in Chicago. So I was working in Chicago. Then I had to fly to Seattle on a Friday I did some press. I got to see half the movie. Had to fly back to Chicago because we were shooting at Wrigley Field the next day, which they couldn't adjust that because Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Fly back to Seattle on Sunday. Get off the plane. I get a text from Ned, and I go, "It goes, we won." And I go, <laughs> "Won what?" Like there was never ever discussion of that, right? Of winning. I go, "Won what?" He goes, "I don't know, but people seem excited." <laughs> <laughs> so I get to the hotel, and he's standing there waiting, and I go, "What did we win?" He goes. The whole fucking thing. What? I go, what? Because we won the grand jury prize. I go, Are you like, we had no talk of this, right. no concept of this. So then we go to Edmonton and we win the grand jury drama and comedy. Like they wow. couldn't figure out. So they gave us both. <laughs> so it's been a hell of a ride. And I will say this for the very little money that was used to make this film. It looks like a big film. And that's because we have a, we had a DP named Dick Buckley who I don't know what magic he pulled, but he did it. And uh, he made this film look so good. So between him and Ned, him doing his thing and Ned directing, um, it just came together, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank and you, we'll sir. Now, Gary, you're going Friday night? Or you, or if, yeah, he said. I heard it. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you heard it. can't wait. It yeah. sounds great. I, I, it does sound like it. it, it yeah, you, you if you're it. into dark comedies, you Absolutely. will go crazy for this. Yeah. And the nice thing for me, timing-wise, Parks had just ended. And, you know, you do seven years as Jerry, who I love with all my heart, but he's a simple, simple <laughs> little man who, you know, yes, he has a huge penis and married to Christy Brinkley. <laughs> but still, you know, um, it's you, you want to say, hey, Hollywood, I can do a, a kind of a murder spree and I can have a mental breakdown. And, yeah. You yeah. know, which even after this podcast, there's every chance that'll happen. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. And there will be publicists will be out of jobs. But um, <laughs> <laughs> somebody's losing uh, a job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Jeb, before you go, uh, yeah. we, we got to do this. Oh. Uh, Matt and I had uh, lunch today with uh, uh, two listeners. Matt, give the name if you would. With listeners? Yeah, Robert and Colleen. That's Robert nice of they, Well, we do a charity event every year. Uh, called Parcastathon, where one of the auctions is uh, it oh, we raise money for Smile Train. Nice, and one of the auctions is uh, to um, 
uh, have lunch with Jimmy and Matt. Nice. And these people, for the second year in a row, same people donated yeah. all the money. That's sweet. Yeah. And so they last year brought us some gifts. This year they brought us some gifts. Yeah. This is uh, something for just for fun called the Misfortune Cookies. Yeah. <laughs> They also gave you an entire. Oh gift yeah, pack. and they've, and they've they given Jim O'Hare. Are you serious? They said whoever the guest is today. Oh, whoever the guest. Is. <laughs> well, they don't know. We don't it's announce a surprise. It. We we make it. A don't surprise. be insulted, Jim. Well, yeah. It looks like a bag of nuts. Yeah, yeah. There's some almonds. Oh, I love me my nuts. All right, yeah. so these are misfortune cookies. They are uh, fortune cookies, but they are. Uh, oh, okay. They have, so I guess, uh, like something fun inside. So yes. here you oh. go, Darren. Aaron, Elliot, you want one? Sure. Okay, I don't. Jim, can you put the, yeah. give me the box back? Elliot, I please you don't read yours, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read it. Just read it to yourself quietly. Uh, so these are Petch Keks. Peck, peckers. Okay, first of all, they're peck-ex. black. Peck-ex. They're black. They but- look like uh, fortune cookies that have been sitting out for <laughs> about 12 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just made a fucking mess. Oh, what a zoo I am. <laughs> This is awful. I've just made a zoo. Ingredients. Sadness. <laughs> uh, no, I'm joking. What does yours say? Let's see if these things... Now, in fairness to Colleen and uh, Robert, they said, we don't know if these are going to be funny or not. They did not write these. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah, these are just... Uh, Mine says, you have a face only a mother could love. Well, okay. That sounds like the par for the course for today with Jim's insult. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I say each insult with love, right? Of you course. get that? Yeah, of course. Uh, mine is the back is skull and crossbones, and the front is get yourself a lawyer, which could be the case. Yeah, I like okay. that. Yeah, I've insulted enough yeah. here. Think, uh, oh yeah, I didn't see the back. That's, that's the, cool. the old Robert Klein bit where it's like when you, you hear your uh, your horoscope. You know, uh, uh, today would be a good day to ask for, uh, ask for a raise. Yeah, right on. If I had a job today, I would ask for a raise. <laughs> uh, mine, whoever told you to be good to yourself couldn't have given you worse advice. That's actually kind of funny. That one. Yeah. Whoever told you to be? Oh no, my god damn it! Whoever told you to be yourself? Nah. Couldn't have given you worse yeah. advice. Mm-hmm. All right. It's nice. better if you read it properly. That's you hurtful. A-hole. All right. What do you got, Elliot? Uh, mine says, uh, you have turned into your father. Oh, here, here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did they give you that one? <laughs> wow. That was bad timing. <laughs> I think your dad's wife sent that over. <laughs> hey, these taste just like fortune cookies. I was just going to put one in. Yeah. They're super nice. Yeah, don't be fooled by the color. <laughs> oh my God. Jim, that's right. Jim, you have to know that's right on Mike. Jim, that's right on Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping away. Uh, Jim, that's right. Jim, Jim, that's right on Mike. No, Jim, like, you have to know you're right on Mike. Right. You might actually be eating the microphone at this point. Gary, <laughs> what's your name? You're reading messages and cookies. Is life going how you hoped? <laughs> that's a pretty good too. That's a good one. That's a funny one. Uh, all right, Jim O'Hare has been our guest. Also, hey, we're going to be in San Francisco uh, this uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday night. Uh, as of right now, we do not have a uh, Garen for a day. So, uh, all right. Uh, if you're so a fan. Take that up to, uh, however you want. <laughs> um, we haven't settled on one, so if uh, anybody wants to uh, volunteer, we can uh, throw your name on the list. The list of none. <laughs> See what happened? Why would I apologize? I don't know why you're. What's that? <laughs> oh, no. You look upset. Holy something? Christ, just Vegas in the desert all over again? Is Are you dying? There's something bad in that cookie? No, on? no, no. But the pressure on my chest. Everyone has that right now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's there. Yeah, we all have okay, it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Kind of a pain on my left arm. Mm-hmm. That's everybody, oh, right? Oh, yeah. No, then I'm good. Except for Matt. Matt didn't have any. I'm smelling toast. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, no, you're, everything's good with that, yeah. Uh, the name of the movie is Middleman. It comes out in eight movies. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be on demand and all that nonsense soon. On demand, <laughs> Netflix, all that good stuff. All right, great. Nice. Uh, Jim, thanks for being here. My pleasure, you guys. Uh, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beats, that's Garen Cockrell over there, Mission Control, Elliot Hopper, and the Hunter Matt Bell, and that. My old new friend, Jim O'Hare. My name is Jimmy Parker. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten.